This is the Riot Squadcast, a supporter-driven show dedicated to L.A. Galaxy news, information, and opinions. Here's your hosts, Ed Rodriguez and Chris Zero Cool Tucker. Welcome to the Riot Squadcast. My name is Ed Rodriguez, and we are here on a beautiful Wednesday night in Gardena, California. Welcome to the show. We appreciate you coming and listening to us for another week. Uh, if you are listening to us live on youtube.com slash Riot Squadcast, thank you for joining us. Uh, and that's where the chat happens. That's where the fire happens, Chris. That's where that's where it's lit, as if the kids say, right? I guess I'm here. Hello. Yeah. Hi. And that beautiful... Uh, luscious voice you hear is, of course, the beautiful, the talented, the one and only Chris Zero Cool Tucker. How you doing, sir? I'm well. I've managed to move my microphone four times despite Ben asking me to stop doing it. <laughs> to stop touching it. But besides, besides that, I'm doing very You're like well. a child, man. I'm like, don't touch it. I stop touching it, and then you just yeah. evidently just want to touch it. Look, we all every every young man discovers his own truth and his own beauty at his own time. Yeah. So I will I will touch what I want when I want. I'm a, I'm a goddamn American. How dare you? You uh, say. No, no, we're not going to. No, it's not the time. That's the time? Sorry, that's <laughs> And then always we're joined by your favorite producer, my favorite producer, producer Ben. How are you doing, sir? You know what? That's six touches, by the way. He's at six touches now. I'm going to be like, you know, the um counter, the person who counts the amount of ums. I'm just going to count the amount of touches, Tucker. Out. Oh, please don't. Here's, I, here's one more for you. You count that one? <laughs> I count say, that one, I say um Actually, every other you, line. You can't so. even see it on the screen yet. Sorry. You, you still have your... <laughs> I got my, 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 my black bar. Yeah, you're you, calling it. Exactly. But how are you doing today, sir? You know, I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. It's a good day. Good day in Squadcast land. It is. Um, we are having a beautiful, beautiful time here. We've been here... For a little, we've gotten here early today. Yeah, a little because we had a special guest. You mind? We can talk about this, yeah. She won't. She. she we told her we're going to threaten her with to be on on mic, but uh, we're not. We're not going to make. We're, we're going to do that the same. Threaten is definitely not the word you want to use. No. Of, of all the choices of words you possibly had at, at your disposal, why threaten? Well, here's the thing. That's what we use. Whenever some someone's like, "Hey, I want to come and sit in the show or whatever," we're like, "You know, we're going to make you go on on the show, right?" At some point, yeah. We, we're going to make you talk. You want to say hi? Hi. Hi Can you use Ben's mic? He doesn't use it. Hi. Hi. Who who are you? My name's Joe Kwan. Okay. What do you do, Joe Kwan? I'm a broadcaster. No, I'm Pro- a reporter. Oh, I like that broadcaster. I'm a reporter. Uh, I work at Spectrum News One. I also work at KFI, Ooh. AM six forty. Hey. hey. Um, but I discovered you guys because me and one of our web team, awesome person, Alex Baker. We Shall always long time Larser. Long time Larser. We always riff on soccer because, unfortunately, I root. I won't even no, say no, no, the team. No, 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 no,
I'm just saying this is not going to be the first time I'm being on uh, on TV, so it's you know whatever. I always assumed. <laughs> I always assumed when our show. I did see the tattoo. Yeah, I always assumed when she's talking about my tramp. Your tramp. Your your what is it like a sun? That's um, on my belly button. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you're, you're. It's like you're from the valley, and I say that with all due respect mm-hmm. to to my fine valley brothers and sisters. Yeah, but, those are your people, man. We, I got respect for the no, no 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 no. I got respect for the valley. Look, there is there are still moves you can't make, even though if you know you like you know. OG, O.J. Simpson's good, I was like, wait, he's wait, a good running back. He's a good running back. He's definitely a good running back. As long as you, as long as you stop any discussion about O.J. Simpson at him as a running back, you're fine. We don't need to get into what happened in the '90s. We no. don't. We don't need to talk about it. The anymore. '90s didn't happen. Even the football career in the '90s didn't happen. Yeah. O.J. Simpson stopped existing in 1989, and everything was fine. Everything was good, and that's 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 how we should keep. I'm I think this it. is the longest we've talked about O.J. on the show. Uh. Surprise! I actually don't think that's true, and it's even worse. <laughs> it's it would definitely be worse. Uh, how's your week been, sir? How about that? Uh, it's been it's been crazy, man. You know, uh, taking summer school classes, so things have been wrapping up, uh, and just work every day, and then also uh, trying not to be murdered by my wife uh, because we've been playing the the FIFA Pro Clubs. And so uh, the other night she had a, a uh, let's say, a, an incident with uh, a bug. And we were playing and our cat likes to find these little friends because, you know, they're they're That's what they do. They're hunters. And so in the middle of us playing, all I hear is. Ah! And I'm like, <laughs> what's up? Baby. I'm, I'm not. But do I stop playing defensive midfield? You can't stop. I, playing. I can't. I'm important. I'm important. <laughs> So I'm there with my PlayStation controller. I'm like, what happened? And she's Baby. like, she's here yelling, a bug. And I'm like, she got it. You cool. What, which game was that of the three? Uh, the second one. Okay, we won that one. You couldn't leave. It was the. That yeah. was our three nothing win. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. It was it was the, the third we should, one. We should explain because she's confused. You left a bug with your wife. You got you to gotta get over you here. Close I told you you were going to talk. You See, we, we got her. We got her. bug with your wife. And you were playing what? FIFA. FIFA. We're playing. We're playing PlayStation. Okay, but couldn't you have helped her? Paused? Can you pause? It's not pause. No. It was live. So it's it's a live game. We he's pl- playing with. He's playing ten, with with ten other people. So what happens if you lose? He's off the team. <laughs> if he if we lose if we lose everything's cool. Believe me, my wife stopped talking to me for like a day and a half after okay. this incident. Was so. it worth it? Yeah, we. I mean, that was game two, right? She's not gonna. <laughs> I hope she's not watching the video. Mm. No, no, no. Absolutely wasn't because she like scolded me and was like, "It's a." It's a damn game. And I'm like, yeah, but it's, can it's I, live. Can I can't I, stop. I can't pause. Can I give a counter argument? Go ahead. It's a bug. You can't square that? She's like, you have a driver's license. What kind license. of bug was it? I don't know because I didn't get up and see it. <laughs> <laughs> Only a day and a half of no talking? You, got I, you know, I had, I was making breakfast and doing? I was doing dishes. I was trying all my like best to be like, hey, baby, you good? You want something else? I can make you dinner. Like, I never, under, I never understood the word, the world of like a man gets in trouble with his wife. So his wife basically leaves him alone. And that's a punishment. It's like, hey, I'm going <laughs> to, your world's going to be quiet for okay, a day so and a half. You're going to be on the couch for the next day or so probably now. Um... <laughs> If yeah. your wife hears this, nah, I feel like she's but used see, to this. I'm, I'm a, <laughs> I feel like at yeah. this point she's figured out yeah. what she's gotten herself see, into. See, I'm I'm a people pleaser, so if I know someone's mad at me, I'm gonna like bug you to be like, "Yo, what's up? Why are you mad?" Okay, so Why what you did mad? you do, Ed? What what'd you do? What'd you do Nothing. to make up for it? No, to make up problem. for it. You didn't do anything to make, oh, to make up, up for it. Yeah, I, I left her alone, and you, then I was like making breakfast. I was doing dishes. 
I was like, but that's not enough. You can't just make breakfast and do dishes and expect everything to be. It seems fine. like a better exactly. Topic. It wasn't fine until she like <laughs> was like, we need to talk about it. I'm like, all right, cool. what is there to wait, talk wait, about? wait. Now, now, did you do it? Did you do a heap or meep or heap? Heap. Oh, this was this is after. So me and my wife have a podcast. So if you want to happily ever after podcast heap, you can look it out on us. You know, all your podcasts and anything. Yeah, but I talk too much. You got two podcasts yeah. out here. Um, <laughs> you got to share your opinion with the masses twice a week, but I talk too much. Whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she was absolutely pissed off because I didn't put down the game to go and help her, which, to be fair, probably should have. Yeah. Probably should have. You playing this weekend? Probably. <laughs> I should have. Oh, sorry. I should have. She's she going to get you caught up again. I know, right? I'm Denise gonna, is like, clearly days. you did not learn. Another two days. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be there. I'll be there on, on Saturday. It all worked out. But that just shows your Oh, no, we're not playing this week because of the, the holiday. That just shows your dedication to the team. Loyalty. Right? That's Look, why he's starting. And she, she makes fun of me every time I, I, I play with the guys. She's like, <laughs> go team. Yeah, let's go, boys. I think I like your wife, even though I've never met oh, her. Oh, you should. She's yeah. amazing. She's oh, amazing. she is. My wife is like, my wife's like, oh, so you, there's always a pause. You ever, do you hear, do you notice the pause before you go to play? So it's like, oh, so you guys have. Practice. practice. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Whoa, do you guys have a game? It's yeah. like, why, why, why is the voice... Why do you say it like that? Why is the voice got changed? Why do you guys say like Why that? does the voice change? <laughs> yeah. Why can't you say, oh, do you have a game? Where why, where does the second and a half break need to come in before the word game? I, I just, I picture you like all focused, Tuck, like beforehand, like, you know, just sitting there with your controller, you know, sitting on well, the see, chair. At, at like, this stage of my focus. life... And the, your wife's like, so... You got a game. At this stage of my life. We got the pause, but yeah. At this, at this, yeah, you got to pause. The pause is real. The pause is the most important That's part. That's the knife and then twist yes, it. Yes, the, yeah. the twist is on the pause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At this stage of my life, and you know this, like, I'm all, I'm into my foot baths. So the moment, the, by the time I got a game, I just, I just got into, to, to, what is it, a pedicure? It's a pedicure? I just did, I got, for Father's Day, I got an at-home, like, Ooh. foot bath. Yeah, see, now you're back on my team. I like it. I got a, I got an at-home foot bath. And so now before our, before our, our FIFA game, I boil water, like as hot as, human, as hot as humanly possible. I pour it in a bucket, a little eucalyptus Epsom salt, Ed, you step your game you. up. Hey, man, I'm telling tell you, tea tree oil, dude, you got to get all that, baby. Just enough. You know, you yeah. got to measure this bad couple, boy You know, essential oils, bro. You don't want it to go over the top because then, you know, it's all about the balance. Yeah, yeah. Then you scrape, scrape that bad boy down. And I don't know if you, I don't know, if you know this. I'm trying to, I'm gonna, I'm trying to hit the, the, the public to this. Pedicure mask, Ben. Lavender, I got you. I'm gonna hook you up with one. I'm bringing you one next week. <laughs> Pop it on your foot for about 20 minutes. That's a that's a third game. So first game, soak these bad boys. Uh, no, nah, I think you gotta probably go cheese grater on Ben's feet, man. Oh, you gotta go cheese grater regardless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> at, at this, at the, look, at a certain stage, I've noticed for men who don't take care of your, your tootsies, for the dudes. Oh, I felt bad for the for the Dude. ladies who worked on mine on, on before my wedding. See, that was my thing. I couldn't go. I on. was like, I feel, I I tipped extra. I'm like, yeah, I'm too. sorry. Yeah. How do you so boys sorry. not have a pumice stone? I got, do. First, I, my, come on, man. First off, bro. I got two pumice stones. Don't fuck around. All right? I got pumice <laughs> stones for days, Ben. This is my world now. This is where I live. So, Dr. So, Teal's so Epsom salt. Okay, but you should have been using those pumice stones. Ben, so but you I, don't I was, have to. My friend, I was blind. But I, now I, I see. <laughs> Who you understand? Have you tried Have you tried the little, um, they're like socks. But they're disposable. It's, it's one kind of like the yeah, it's a yeah, yeah, yeah. Mask. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's what that's what okay. girl. I'm, oh. I'm living there already. Okay. I'm in. I've 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 reached a spiritual <laughs> nirvana of taking care of my own feet, and that's and I won't because it's disgusting. I could show you a before picture, and it's ridiculous. No, you, you just you know, yeah, don't do that. You just met her. Right, dude, Everyone's you should, my did best he, friend. Even just with don't somebody know he knew, he's known for oh, years, 
What? I wouldn't show that picture. Oh, he didn't hesitate to be like, Ed, look at my feet. I know. Feet. Ed, look at my feet. <laughs> that's, and I, I went, that's cool, what you man. Yeah, want... he's, he's, like like cool. he's like holding them next to each other. Cool, cool. Cool, cool. Why? I what? sleep with the phone like next to me, dude. I don't wake up to that stuff, at this man. Po- at this point, <laughs> at, at, this point at this point, what secrets are there between you and me? Not many. Well, I mean, come on, let's, let's be real. Let's be real. As always, she just noticed the flip-flops. <laughs> I mean, that's, but that's that's why I have to. That's so you're showing them off, right? No, like I have tan no, lines for flip flops. Like you're I always look very moisturized. Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm saying. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't even let my wife look at my feet. I'd be like, nah. Ed, neither. Do, I, everyone sees them now. I'm getting ready to start OnlyFans. <laughs> Nothing but feet. Nothing but feet, man. You could be like those people who like smash food and get who's, paid for that. Who's thing. into who's into size 14, uh, wide, flat, black dude feet? There's a market. There's got to be a market. There's a market. There's I, guarantee, a market. I guarantee you there's a market. The internet. There's, it's it. It's, it's the world we live I'm in. I'm ready to retire. I'm done. Don't, don't kink shame, Ben. All right? Don't yeah. kink shame, bro. I, just, I need enough money for hot water and eucalyptus <laughs> Epsom salt and pedicure masks, and I'm, I'm good. Would it be amazing if, like, Epsom, like, sponsored your videos? I want them. I'm trying to get to a point where they sponsor like, this show. Four, size 14, flat black man foot. Sponsored by Epsom Salt. I, I would be. A, I, I'd like to think Epsom Salt would be like, "Hey, can you not call them flat black man feet?" <laughs> can <laughs> you stop using our product? Please tape over please, the name yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, please, we just much. don't want you. It's, it's too far. Stop, don't do that. Don't do that. But yeah, I mean, this was about pro clubs. This is yes. this started with you ignoring your wife's calls to help with the bug, and concluded on. I'm not gonna lie, man. The beauty of my feet, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and uh, I'm proud of it. I'm proud of the work I'm putting in. Hey, Amen. Do work, man. You gotta, you know, gotta take care of your piggies, dude. Somebody's, got, somebody's got to. Got and I, and I wouldn't let my wife touch them. So no. I gotta, you know, square it out myself. Yeah. I, I barely let the professionals touch them, and I was like, you know what? So I couldn't do I'm that. Going to Mexico in like a week after the wedding, so I'm like, look, I got, I got to get them done. I couldn't let, I couldn't let another human being touch my, touch my. Uh, no, uh, it's too much. It's it was, too much. It was a one time thing. So it's too like, private. It's but too see, when you get the pedicures at like the places, they get you like the massage. Dude, it, it's it's the worst, bro. You got to do that. Mm, nah, I don't need people touching me. It's too much. You got it, man. You got it. You got it. No. Anyway, should we talk about soccer? We move away from the feet. I'm, the... I'm down to inevitably discuss some soccer. We'll, yeah. we'll discuss some soccer. Yeah, we'll get feats on the Patreon. Feats on the OnlyFans. On the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, on the OnlyFans. We're gonna start an OnlyFans, so you know, so you can help us out even even more. And again, I'll do all the work. Apparently, so. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> you it's all cosmic. It's just how we work, dude. It's just how we work. All right. Uh, if you want to talk about it, let's let's get out the way. Um, we talk a little bit about USL real quick. Uh, USL just announced that they're going to have like a group stage before so they're coming back uh, July 11th. The Galaxy Two are uh, they've been set in Group B, and they're going to be playing, playing against the Las Vegas Lights, Orange County SC, Phoenix Rising, and San Diego Loyal. So if you pay attention to USL, um, your G2 are, are back. So soccer's coming back. It's coming back and it's fast and furious, Tuck. It's fast and furious. Too fast too furious, some might say. Good call. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so if you're into it, go check it out. Uh, they're coming back. The league's going to start coming back to play July 11th. Um, so, you know, support the boys. My birthday. There you go. I know. My, my birthday. Cheap cheap plug. That's my. That's, are you, are you sad there's not going to be a, a, a 7 Eleven day? Immediately looked. Oh, there's not? No, I they never, can't. I never go to those. The first time in like 20 years or something like that? Because they, I mean, those lines would be ridiculous. Well, yeah, and also people are touching like. The dispenser and everything. I thought you were gonna say, "Are you or were you saddened that the, the Galaxy don't play on the on on the 11th?" I was praying when they were like coming back uh, July 11th. It's like Galaxy two game, what more exciting for me than a, than a first team Galaxy game? And I think we don't play till oh, I want to say the 18th. Yeah, I know, I know like it's that. late. It's it, we we play really really late, but yeah, it's what it is. So yeah, so check it out. USL is back. 
uh, Galaxy 2 in Group B. Uh, go check it out. Uh, there should be more news coming coming quickly. I know the Galaxy just signed a couple of players from Galaxy 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, so first player that they announced was, and I'm probably going to butcher the name. Just run with it. You got uh, it. Kai Kareniuk. I think Kareniuk is correct, yeah. Uh, probably one of the best players from G2 to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know he played, I know they brought him up a little bit at the end of last year. He was G2 player of the year last year, apparently. G2 player of the year. Um, not saying much, the Galaxy 2 were, were not great last year. They were probably like mid-table for the for the Western Conference. Uh, but I know he's he's really good friends with uh, our backup striker, your boy. Did you forget his name? I did forget his name. <laughs> Sorry. Your bay. I was looking. Your bay. I know. I was, I was, looking I was Chris. muted. I was muted, and I was like, I don't want to cut him I, off. I was yeah. looking at Chris's directly in the eye. I'm like, you got to you you help me, me out. Here. Ethan you got Zubac. Him. Ethan Zubac. Sorry. His jersey's in, in right, right on top there of that go. pile there. Um, I know he's he's really big, like, boys with, with Ethan, Ethan Zubac, mm-hmm. so... Um, and they played. They played, you know, a little bit in G two too. So, in G two too. G two as well. As well. Do you want to do you want to discuss both G two players and then go break them down individually, or you want to do? Yeah, well, Kai we'll talk Kroniak. about both. Okay. So, um, Kai Kroniak is a midfielder. Um, we're just loading him in. We're just loading him in. We need wingers. Mm-hmm. Um, Kroniak says the Galaxy after joining G two prior to the 2019 USL Championship season, uh, he made 28 appearances and scored nine goals for G two. Uh, he also appeared for the first team, Be Alone, uh, on, in July in 2019. Uh, he played against uh, Club TJ in the in the what was it, the League's Cup, League's Cup or whatever it was, yeah. And he got an assist in the game, so there you go. Uh, great with his feet, like in the box, he's pretty clinical. So I think it's gonna be, it's gonna it's a great addition. If you if you watch a lot of Galaxy Two games, he is, I think without question, last season was fair to say he was the best player. Of the people that you could potentially bring up and, and people who are even close to being able, being ready to graduate to the next level, it was Kai. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hopeful for him because he, he's a very talented player and he's going to give us some some wing depth. And in all honesty, I'm hoping he, he starts over on the right wing. Um, he did he played right wing, I think, just a couple times last year for G2, uh, but it's, it's shown that he can do it. He can play attacking midfield if that's necessary, and it's very necessary, although he's predominantly a left winger. The benefit to that is if you if you need to move Pavone around, you you can flip you can in theory flip Pavone over to the right. And I think one of his great talents is is that late run in the box. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like and the, a good you, foot. You, yeah. You see a lot of his goals in G two. It's been like late runs in the box, or you know he, he gives up those those good runs in the back post, which you know with with having a single striker, you're going to need that. Mm-hmm. You need you need anyone to if and the hypothetical is saying you know he's starting or he's playing. You need anyone who is going to be mobile enough. To move bodies off of Hernandez, mm-hmm. and that's it. You move bodies off of Hernandez. You move a defender off of him. He he can't keep running around with three people on him. You you pull one or two guys from him, and get him the ball, and he's going to be able to work. If you allow it to be a situation where he's surrounded by three four guys, that's how you end up with one shot. That's how you end up with with no shots or zero goals. You know what I mean? I hope he I hope he gets a chance to start. I genuinely do. I hope I hope they they actually allow him to start. Rather than bringing somebody, it looks like we're not bringing anybody in. Well, the rules came down; there, we're definitely not bringing anybody in. And, and that's the thing is, is, there's some other news we're going to talk about later that uh, maybe he will be starting because we might be light on bodies. He's he's going to be high on the list. Like yeah. he's going to be high on the list as as potentially available. Um, I, I just I hope it works out for your random bit of uh, of galaxy factoids. Kai Kareniak is the 286th galaxy player, at least by my list. I'm if anybody again, if, if you think you're right. And you got a, a more extensive list than me. Got to have at least 288. 
um, that I'm, I'm, I'm more than willing to hear about it. But by my count, he's our 100th midfielder, uh, the more you know, our sixth player from Florida. Um, and he is the 11th number 28 in Galaxy history. Wow. Um, and so we also signed, well, we loaned a player from a loan from a team from Panama. Mm-hmm. Panama. Panama. I'm still trying to figure out. Panama. And Chris has explained it to me, but I'm still confused how we can loan a player from a team that <laughs> loaned him from another team. It's it's as best I can understand. It's and and we're talking about uh, G two or Galaxy have loaned Carlos Harvey from LA Galaxy two, which was a loan from Tower FC. Yeah. From Panama. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what. Ben's doing because okay, I thought he was going to point at me. Um, he was just taking his time. Uh, yeah, Carlos Harvey, twenty-year-old um, uh, uh, CDM from uh, Panama. Originally, yeah, from Panama. Originally from uh, is it Taro? Taro FC. I'm going to go with that. Sure, good enough. Uh, was loaned to G2 and and is now loaned up to G1. This is this is I don't I don't know I don't definitively know I haven't asked anyone. I don't really care if I'm honest. As best I can understand it, I'm sure. Tower FC loaned him to the organization right. of the Galaxy. And there are those weird uh, MLS rules and U.S. I should say U.S. Soccer Federation rules. There's those strange U.S. Soccer Federation rules that are allowing MLS teams to run and operate USL teams. And they say, if you remember, they said it when it first came out. Look, it's going to be a lot of weird-ass rules yeah. and a lot of shit that doesn't really make sense and a lot of instances where we kind of got to figure it out as we go along. And and some people are going to think it's a setup. Some people are going to think, you know, it's 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 being designed to kind of keep it working, benefiting one team. Clearly, we've seen so far the rules are not being abused in any way, where you know teams are being able to sign players, notable, noteworthy players to their USL team and then get them up to their first team. Yeah. If I had to guess, they sent they sent Carlos Harvey to the Galaxy. The Galaxy allocated him to the G two team, and. Uh, and now the G2 team is loaning him up to the first team for, uh, you know, this tournament. And this tournament has this, this it's, you know, we'll get into that later. Sorry. Yeah, because, I mean, we've we've seen where, again, with, I mean, with with Kai Karuniak, where they, like, they will just get a player up for, like, two games and then bring him back down. So there's, like, weird stuff like that where they can bring up players and down with kind of, like, the, you know, flick of the wrist. Or, like, hey, we want a player, we need him. Yeah, it's and, it, you know, it does seem slightly more difficult than we need somebody this week, send him up, we need... We don't need somebody sending back down. Um, they do seem to keep, for the most part, keep people for some time, unless it's, you know, we got a friendly tournament. I would, I would assume they have to, like they have to bring them up for. I imagine there's like paperwork. One game and then they're back down. Yeah. Um, in the in the case of these two guys, it looks like they're staying on the team through the duration. Yeah, they're going to be first teamers. Well, yeah, they'll they'll, they're first teamers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're 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 going to remain. And well, Kai uh, is on permanent. He got signed to the first team. Yeah, good. I mean, the we still don't even own. Carlos Harvey. So, yeah. because we don't own his rights, a little harder to say what's going to happen with him. Uh, but yeah, I mean, good, good on them all. Good on good on all of them. We don't have another wide player that's an option outside of Katai and Pavon. And with Katai gone, we need to fill that spot. The question had been, do you fill it with Julian Araujo? Do you fill it with Sebastian Legette, who's a center midfielder? Do you fill it with Efren Alvarez, who's an attacking midfielder? Like, what do you do? And in this in this scenario. If you were, you know, if you were a fan of a team around the world, if one of the club, bigger clubs you follow, um, you know, air quotes, bigger, but one of the, 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 
you know, the more promoted mm-hmm. clubs you follow. That's what I like. That. I like that phrase better. If it was one of the more promoted clubs you follow and outside of a transfer window, a big player went down or a big player got sold, a big player went out. You know, I for me, I think as a as a diehard fan, as a hardcore fan of the organization of the club, I want to see youth development. Yeah. I want to see you bring somebody through and say, all right, you're getting your shot. We're going to see what you got. I don't, you shouldn't operate that way all the time. If you know, our, our, look at our best championship seasons. They were done with depth squad depth. That was ready to start on most teams in the league. Realistically, that's not where we're at. And, and you can keep hitting your head against the wall saying, this is where we should be at, but that doesn't matter. That's not where we're at. And realistically in a, in a salary cap league, you can't really do that year after year after year. It's hard. It's, it's hard to keep, I mean, you saw what happened with our dynasty teams. We kept having to move guy, Sean Franklin. We had to move out. You know, like at some point, you just have to start getting rid of these people. Mike McGee, we had to get rid of. You just have to. You have to move them on. Gordo has to move on. Bottles got to move on. Um, you know, it's Kai, and 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 I. I'll be the first to correct myself in saying, "Hey, I I'm concerned at the sheer number of youth players we have." that are propping up the first team. I think we're at about a third of the team now of, of youth and, and homegrown players that have made their way into the first team. That's, that's supporting up the first team Mm -hmm. in the case of Kai. That's what you'd want. He's, he's the best player at his position at our youth level. He's the best player naturally at his position that isn't in the first team. Why not? Yeah, this should, is why you keep losing youth players. Shouldn't that be the goal of like your best player from G two should be the one who comes up next? That's it. Yeah, if there is a hole to fill, and you can't bring somebody in immediately, you know, let I think the uh, let Kai give it a shot for a couple months. In in a, look, I got I got to sit on. Actually, we, we're talking about it later. I just I keep waiting for it. But I know, I know, I know. Give, give the kid a shot. I've been thinking we should do like a big board and then just check topics off to make sure we hit them all. Um, but give the kid a shot. Give the kid a shot. See what he can do. I, I Lurch is coming in, um, which is 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 lovely. Oh, you okay? Ben just got Ben just Ben just. Slid, uh, oh, I think he just broke. He just he, broke his hip. Ben's going down. Um, <laughs> if anyone on YouTube live, can you call? No, no, don't don't, don't, do, do, that. don't do that. Don't do that. It's don't not that. funny, Jamal. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, like give the kid a give the kid a shot. Well, I think that's what I you know before we had the importance of the tournament and i say that like i want to quote that because it's it's not really important but when they put the the importance of having a a champions league spot on the line and then the extra cash for for players and whatnot we were saying like just play the kids like that's what we said we, we came out and we're like just play the kids when it, when it doesn't matter play the kids as soon as you put some stock into it as soon as you put some weight into it and they are they did with the Champions League spot, they did with whatever the phrasing of this is going to have ramifications on the regular season. Oh, the yeah, the the games actually the points count towards the regular season. Is that how it's going to work? Yeah. So it's just points, and then a, a shaved season. I mean, uh, I don't understand because it's you can have as few as three games we'll in this see. tournament. Yeah, that's what I mean. So we'll 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 leave it out there. We'll, we'll see. Because we'll stick a pin. There's, in it. Yeah, there's some 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 shit that's going down. We'll stick a pin in it, but. As long as there are real-world ramifications, you want to put the best 11 on the field you can. I'm not sure Kai is the best option at, at, at a wing spot. But, is I mean, is he drastically is he drastically worse than Julian Araujo? 
at at right wing? No. Oh, probably he's probably a better crosser. I'll probably a better. Yeah. I mean, he, he's and it's the thing. If you play if you play Kariniak at left wing and you swap Pavone over to right wing, Pavone is definitely better than Julian, and Kai Kariniak at left wing is definitely better than Julian at right wing. What's the problem? Like there, there's ways around it. If you're if you're concerned about quality on the field, I mean, I guess we'll see. Because today's Wednesday, so we'll see Thursday because they'll have the Galaxy versus Galaxy Two scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Um, two twenty-five minute halves. So we'll we'll get we'll get a chance to see what they what they plan on doing. I don't know if it's going to be their actual first team lineup that they're going to have out there uh, for the first half. I, I mean, these guys got to be they have to have some preparation, some game time play to, to get you know match fit or whatever, however match fit you can get by not. You know, playing playing games before before a tournament, but yeah, well, I guess we'll get a little bit of well, a, a scrimmage, right? There's yeah, it's a, a scrimmage. First team, second team scrimmage. So we'll get a little clue, I guess, of how it's how they're gonna run. Are you opening up three sodas? What's happening? Dude, they wouldn't have even heard that. Ah, everyone, everyone. I like to think everyone in the world heard that. You guys, <laughs> let me know if you heard Ben open. What what minute are we at? You guys, let me know if you heard Ben opening a, a soda at a uh, thirty three thirty four thirty thirty two ish. Uh. 37. 37. That was a 7? That looked like an A. He's throwing up the ATL shit over here. <laughs> oh, sorry. He's throwing up gang signs, man. All right. All right. I'm not trying to get in Lil trouble. Lil Apple 121 says he heard it. Or she heard it. I'm sorry. I'm not, I don't know. I don't want to put a gender on you. Cancel, man. Yeah, we got to scrap the whole show. I apologize. Show. It doesn't matter. I don't you, know why. You don't need to apologize to us. You need to apologize to the listeners. Ed. And I don't know why it doesn't matter. It, it Ed, does you know not what? You are, I like you directly in the camera. You make your apologies. I can't, I can't Jose, make Jose Orozco says, give Ben all the refined sugars. <laughs> <laughs> he confirmed mail. Okay, mail. cool. Well, congratulations. There you go. <laughs> congratulations, you're a male. Hey, man, you know, look. Life's tough, It's dude. fun, yeah. It, it, life's easy as a I, yeah, you're a man. You, life's easier. You know, I'll take a second to talk about that. Life is, life is drastically easier as a man than it is as a woman. It's not fair. And if anything, men should be aware of it and should try to go out of their way to make lives a little, little easier for you ladies. Life is infinitely easier as a man than it is as a woman. It's true. It's a fact. Oh, man. I didn't say it was better. I said it was easier. <laughs> it is easier. All right. Um, let's go into, let's go into <laughs> a little bit more. Of, I know. That's what I saw, too. <laughs> let's go into um, some more of the, the, the COVID cup because some ish is going down, man. Like, it's it's only a matter of time before a team pulls out of this, right? Should, should tack on. Uh, Carlos Harvey's second ever oh, Panamanian player. That's really quick. Second ever Panamanian player with uh, Jaime Pinedo. And if you were following along, 287th Galaxy signing and 101st um, midfielder. He is a CDM and uh, um, and a center midfielder by trade, more particularly a CDM. Uh, not better than Perry Kitchen, so you can don't have to ask right now. Um, but, yeah, promising. Very, very promising. Young. All right. Moving on, we're going to talk about some, uh, some COVID Cup stuff. Uh, first of all, I want to talk about did you see the guy, you guys saw the picture of the meals that are being provided by these for these dudes? The fire the firefest sandwich. Oh <laughs> my goodness, man! Dude, when you first enlist in the military, and you go through this processing station where you you know you're getting uniforms and everything that that looked exactly like the same type of lunch they give you. It's just like a sandwich, like some sort of other starch. I know. I'm like, where's the juice box? I, it's I, like the only thing is missing. I love this is this is the one time where like the internet's nice and like fun. Is when you get stuff like this, and then you have people like tweeting, "Oh man, they're serving them prison food." 
or <laughs> or my elementary school lunches were, were more healthy. Like I just I, this is when like the internet is fun. Yeah, I mean it's. So if you haven't seen Omar Gonzalez, former Galaxy player, so it's you know it's it's a little relevant. Yeah. Um, he posts a picture of what looks like a turkey or like a ham sandwich on like rye bread or something mm-hmm. with a banana and then some sort of potato in like a plastic serving cup. I don't know what's going on. It looks gross. Which, what was strange to me, once I saw it, it reminded me of, um, I was on Corner of the Galaxy a couple weeks ago, months, I don't time, time's lost all relevance. Um, but I was on- Time's a contract made by man anyway, so whatever. Whoa, bro, you got, we're getting fucking deep over here. What's going on? <laughs> um but I, I when taking, I was I'm taking gummies now, so you know. Uh, are you really regularly? Not really. Every now and then. CBD. No. Oh, Hybrid. My, my man. CBD. CBD is fucking waste of time. It's CBD don't work for me. I've done. Because you don't have any real pains. I do have any pains. Mm, then CBD would work. Then you need to it do more. You need more. Yeah. Take more, Ed. Nah. Take some THC. Oh yeah, vato. Jesus Christ. Christ. That was loud. Oh my god. Anyway. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, the sandwiches. Sandwiches. Well, it's strange to me. So when I was on Corner of the Galaxy, he's saying yeah. they're 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 the setup is going to be the exact same that the NBA is getting. And I I called bullshit then. I was like, there's no fucking way. Period. There is no way they are treating Julian Araujo and LeBron James the exact same. It's just not going to happen. And he's like, no, nah, that's what they said. Everything's going to be the same. It's like, there's no way, man. There's no way. There's no way. Um, Didi Triori picks up the phone. Picks up the phone. And is like, "Yo, I need something." And and who's someone else in the NBA? LeBron James. Anthony Davis. I just used him. I know, that's what I know. But uh, we got J.R. Smith today. There's no way Didi Triori can pick up the phone and J.R. Smith can pick up the phone and place the same order and both of them get the same thing. It's not it, the world doesn't work. America doesn't work that way. I think and the and you know what? Even you, I'll 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 forgive the sandwich. I'll forgive like the single banana and whatever weird potato they were serving with it. Charging sixty five dollars for the, that? You see the menu? Sixty five dollars <laughs> for that? I love it. Omar Omar's got money. He's all right. Omar got DP money. I mean, come on, dude. You want to know what? Sixty five dollars. Look for like some shit that probably cost him like two dollars to make. Yeah. Oh, I mean. And it deserved probably. You can charge if if they charge you ten dollars for that meal, I'll be like. Oh, they overcharge you for that. You quar- again, it's America. You're quarantined. Where else are they going? Where do you, where is he gonna go? He's supposed to be everyone's supposed to be locked down. Everyone's supposed to stay to stay there. Like, what is he realistically gonna do? What can, can you starve? Do? Yeah. Yeah, what can you do? You can't sneak anybody in, in theory. Like, I don't know, what's the plan? You just get you you eat the shit sandwich and move on with your life. You shouldn't go there. You know who's eating well? Carlos Vela. Bella's eating well. Because he stayed home. Yeah, he's staying home. You all knew what you were signing for. Major League Soccer doesn't give a shit about any of those players. If they haven't figured that out yet, there's something wrong with them. It just it just trips me out, dude. It trips me out to like know these dudes got a sixty five dollar like sandwich you can get at like seven eleven. That would have cost them like two dollars. That looks like a seven eleven sandwich. The, the, that's what the, the sandwich cost the two sandwiches because there was two in there. Oh. The two cost sixty five bucks, huh? Omar got a big appetite. Goodness, man. Hey, man. Hey, look. What? But also, from from MLS's standpoint, why would you dump a whole bunch of money 
into a tournament that realistically may not even happen. Yeah, I, I want to know. Do these guys do these guys get like a per diem? I'm sure they do. I, they would ha- I would imagine they'd have to. I'd yeah. imagine they have like a per diem, right? Well, yeah, it would be in the CBA, and since it's a travel thing, I'm sure. I mean, it's a mandated per diem. So MLS player union is probably the one who's playing for this stuff, right? No, it's a, it's, a, it's, it's, it's the, the teams. It's the teams? Yeah. I would be so mad if this is what they got. <laughs> I'd be so pissed. <laughs> Could you, if but, I was the organization, be like, you're feeding my players a ham and cheese sandwich for, six, for $65. You know what's great? This is this is shit. This is shit you have to pull when Zlatan is gone. Oh, he, oh can you imagine can if he was he, still ex- here? Oh, he wouldn't have played, though. I don't think. I, I mean, I, I, well, I don't know, because he, he's such this like weird serial competitor. But I mean, he, he well, he's at practice. He was at practice with AC Milan. Yeah. So I, I it, it doesn't seem like he's he's not he hasn't quarantined himself or anything. I just, I mean, I, I'm going back through, through the days of MLS. Like, I don't, I don't see how you, how you leave, how do you leave this box on Beckham's door? Like, yo, David, we got your lunch. Sixty-five dollars and a tip. Like, what do you? What's the? What's what's the move? To, I mean, Jarrett's from Liverpool, so he's even worse. But oh, no, Beckham's getting like a drone delivered, like prime rib. <laughs> it was like our drone has a four K camera. Don't even need it. No, don't even need it. It's just it's how we shoot all of our clips for. Uh, it's four K. It has. It's like covered in Swarovski, Swarovski crystals. Oh, I was like, Swar- I, I thought you were going to say. Sw- I swear Swarovski? to God, I thought you were going to say swastikas. Oh no, no. Why would you say that? I don't know. David Beckham is a lovely man. I don't know why that's even something that would potentially come to your mind, but it sounds like something you might say. Mm. Um, but hey, man, it's a hard pivot from from swastikas. Swast- yeah, look, I got it. <laughs> Speaking of swastikas, uh, but you don't, don't go. None of you have any fucking business being there. None of them. And I get it. It's it's they're at work, and it's hard. They got families. They're trying to stack up money. They got they got all those issues. Because here's the thing: the sandwiches. It's not the worst thing they got to deal with. No, it's it's the coronavirus going through their quarantine. Like it's it's more players, or I was going to say coming forward, but it's Major League Soccer letting you know. Because that's really what it is. It's not players coming out saying, hey, I've tested positive. It's Major League Soccer at a time that that works for them and benefits them because we don't actually know where the numbers are. It's Major League Soccer coming out and saying, hey, this thing happened. You know. Because so uh, Jeff Carlisle um, posted on June 20th on Twitter that 18 players and six staff has has positive tests. So it's and this is this is and FC Dallas came out and said they had uh what six players test positive for 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 the virus, mm-hmm. and they're already there, they're in the bubble. Yeah, Which they're for, in they're in this bubble that they're not supposed to leave, so they don't con they don't contract the virus. And and just to refresh you, quickly, like six players is exactly how many players the Orlando Pride had when they pulled out of the tournament completely. Mm-hmm. It's six players and four staff members, and Orlando was like, "Hey, we're out, like we're we're done." For a tournament that's in Orlando, right? For the NWSL? No, no, it's in Utah. Yeah, it's in Utah. It's in Utah. I just heard a message in my head. But anyway, um, yeah, you had six six players for the Orlando Pride pulling out, or the entire team pulling out, because six players tested positive. Now you have FC Dallas testing positive. In the chat, they say 10 players now, FC Dallas. (sighs) 10 players. How do you you just, you know what, we're not going to play. When does MLS say that? 
I mean, that's a, that's a question we, we asked last week. Like, what's the number? What's the number where you're like, you know what? This is this is not going to work. But they've already poured out so much money into this already. When 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 enough big players say they're not going, that's when it's going to happen. And I don't I don't know that we have that dude in Major League Soccer today. I don't know that we have a. a I don't well, believe we have a, a Zlatan. Your big, your biggest players stayed at home already. Yeah, Jonah. I got you. Yeah, thank you. Okay, I'll, I'll safety net you there. Um, and then, you know, other noteworthy players in Major League Soccer, like Carlos Vela, have said that they're not going. But certainly Some from a players. certainly from a, a marketing standpoint, for the league, one of the players they market the most has said a long time ago, I ain't going. Not going. Um, I, I'll be honest with you. At this point, if Javier Hernandez goes, I would be pretty surprised. Genuinely, at this point, I would be shocked. Uh, I, I, it's not to say that he's not going. I don't have any information whatsoever to say he's not going. Um, but I, I would be pretty surprised if, if Jonathan, you know, or we had it, we had a player pull. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do this like proper radio shit where I just push things to the back. But, um, you know, the galaxy are having players say they're not going. How's that? Um, it's, it's getting to a point where I don't know how much it's worth it, even for the league. Like, how much is it? So the Galaxy win the Coronavirus Cup, the COVID Cup, whatever they're calling it. How much? I mean, who who are you beating? You're beating beating some guy who makes 80 grand who has to go, who doesn't want to be there, whose teammates and friends are getting separately quarantined. So we beat FC Dallas. Ten of their fucking players can't play. Yeah. Like, we're not beating FC Dallas. We're beating... This weird uh, collection of players from FC Dallas. We're not beating FC Dallas. We beat. We beat. You know, I I, I hate to say it. But look, there's this whole like, oh, LAFC shtick and all that. But we beat LAFC. We're not actually beating them. Because you know what LAFC is. LAFC is a is a it's a fluid attacking team that has a uh, uh, their attack is ran through Carlos Vela, one of the top forwards in the league. We're not beating them. We're beating dudes wearing wearing laundry. We're beating dudes wearing a jersey from from their academy programs and from their they don't have a second team, but from their academy programs from what would be their U twenty three team. That's who we're beating because their main guy is like fuck it, I ain't going. Yeah, you beat the you if you beat the Galaxy, our main for me, our main guy is not going. The moment the main dude is gone is if we had this exact same tournament last year and Zlatan was like fuck no, I ain't going. Anyone who beat us, every single Galaxy fan would be like, you didn't beat us. Our main dude stayed home. Mm. The guy that the whole organization is built around stayed home. That's the exact same thing happening with LAFC. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. It, the, if, if the Galaxy beat LAFC in the second second game of the season, or tournament, whatever, what's what's the excuse is going to be? Well, we didn't have a full team. We didn't have a full team, yeah. But I guess, logically, I guess, logically, guess every, yeah, logically, every single fan in this league has that defense about their team. The only team that won't use it is whoever wins the whole thing. But for everyone else, it's like, yeah, my guys weren't even there. And I, I see in, in, in our YouTube, uh, in our, our chat thread, we have uh, Robert Rio saying, hey, man, a win's a win. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if, if you if you took that win, I'm, I'm a Galaxy historian. I'm going with this now. I'm a Galaxy statistician. I want to know the weird, inane, Little factoids. You think I'm not going to add every single win 
to my spreadsheets for this? Of course I am. Every single tackle that gets, they, uh, every single foul, every single yellow card, it's all going into the spreadsheet. Wins a win, baby. Wins a win. That's way. It's, uh, and a loss is a loss, and a draw is a draw, and all that. But logically, and I understand when it comes to sports fans, and certainly soccer fans, and certainly Galaxy fans, logically, that aspect rarely comes into the conversation. I said it to someone today. The where the where the Galaxy is housed in my brain never passes over my logic centers. Just doesn't work that way. It's it's housed in this whole other part that's purely emotional. And that's just where it stays. That's why it's it's depression and then anger. That quickly. Logic never really comes into it. But for a second, while you're not watching him play, before you get all heated about it, logically, any and everyone in this league can say, hey, shit didn't really count. My guy wasn't here. Your best guy wasn't here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... it's Because it's just so... This I don't know how long you do it. Yeah, and I mean, the tournament doesn't start for a whole another another week. Yeah. yeah, it starts in one week. So... How many more cases are we going to get between now and then? Oh, I think I think we're going to see a spike tomorrow. I think you're going to see a high. I mean, we saw we went from six to ten before we recorded. Yeah, it was six when when I wrote down my show notes this afternoon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's ten by the time we start recording. And then I mean, guys like the Galaxy haven't even gone out. There's a ton of teams who haven't even flown. They haven't even. Flo- oh, God damn it! They haven't even gone to Orlando yet. They haven't arrived. <laughs> yes, thank you. Sorry. But look, it's not, for me. There's there's no surprise. There's no surprise that where you're seeing the spike in testing, or where you're seeing the spike in the numbers, the Orlando Pride in Florida, and FC Dallas in Texas. Like we don't have to get all political, but two states where their governors were like, not only fuck you are we not closing, but we're proud of the fact that we're not closing. You are idiots for closing for for closing your business so much, and now it's like yeah they're they're gonna they're gonna spike. That's the it's a it's a it's a contractable virus. That's the way it's going to work. Yeah, like you you've heard early on what it's going to take to stem the tide here and to to what is, what do they say we should do? We got to slow the slow the spread or bend the curve or something like that. Um, we've already been told what has to happen. We have areas in the and it's it's spiking all over the country, of course, because all of our borders are open. And you can go wherever you want. But if you have an area where they're saying, hey, you can. St- the Orlando Pride was because they went out clubbing. Like if your if your clubs are open, where people are 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 dancing and canoodling and 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 flirting, it's sin all over the floor. It's terrible. You know when you hear this, it's getting hot in here. I mean, just her. people are going crazy. It's pronounced, sir, her, sorry, please. It's my culture. It's pronounced I, her. I, I, I just want to apologize. I'm sorry, being culturally insensitive, and I, I apologize. We want to let you know uh, uh, Ed has been terminated from the Ride Squad cast. <laughs> Effective immediately. We we want to distance ourselves from all that, and you know that's not how we choose to carry ourselves. Hashtag no. Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Um, you got to put that at the end of every post, or or people stop. I guess buying your sandwiches or ice cream. I don't know. It's really important. Maybe I should stop charging sixty five dollars. So. Just just treat the police like everybody else. It's, it's really all anyone's asking for. Hmm. Yeah, it's maybe next year. Um, Probably not. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the answer to. I don't know the answer. It's not working. It's not going to happen this year. Maybe next year. I don't know the answer to what the number is. Um, but I think it's going to get higher. It's got to. I think it's going to. But I think it's going to get higher before they. It's going to. I think it's going to get higher really soon. Because wasn't the whole thing that MLS teams are going to be isolated or quarantined like a week before 
they fly out or whatever. When you need a two weeks minimum. Yeah. Again, they tell you very simply and very clearly what we need to do to beat this or what we at least need to do to slow it. They've told you. You're getting ready to move all these players from all over the country into an area together. And you're going to check their temperature. And and I'm hoping they're testing them coming in. But if you're not testing them and isolating each of those guys by themselves, what does it matter? Like, if, you, if you're testing every Major League Soccer player going in, and it's someone who's young and fit and asymptomatic, but once once they've they've gotten their test, they're just let out into the wild with all the other MLS players. What does it matter? I don't I don't I don't know how this shit works. I don't, I can't even I'm I'm and I get that they're doing it in each person's car. I'm surprised the Galaxy are like everybody come down to the stadium. Yeah, I don't and because one of the things was like come take pictures with the Galaxy or like you're gonna like how is that gonna work? Just from like what are they gonna do to keep everyone in their car? You got to have, I mean, a line of security, I would assume, six feet apart from each other. So th- so then you're asking that security officer to what? What do they, what do, they do besides going get back in your car? They're going to grab the person? They're going to, are they, is that security guard going to come between within six feet of each person that tries to get out of the car? I don't know, man. Maybe have. How like, much you paying that security person? You have the galaxy surrounded in a, in a, like, plexiglass. I don't, I don't, I, I. I think it's a bad idea. I was really, really, really surprised to see them put up anything that was like, yes, everyone come down to the building, come down to the stadium. Well, I thought there was like, at first it was like a sign-up thing, but then I think they kind of gone away with that. Like they've they've kind of gone away from that. Red velvet rope. That's how you, that's how you protect them all. Like that Janet album. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, I I think they they got, it was strange because they for me, they got to a place where... I think the average Galaxy fan had become, and it's weird. Look, I'll, I'll I'll be the first to admit it. Like it's an addiction. The club as a whole is 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 an addiction to a lot of people. Well, and then you haven't you haven't been able to fix that. You've like, been able to get fixed, yeah. for a long time, and it is an addiction. And you see people on Twitter every day, like, damn, like I'll I'll, I'll see random tweets of like. I fucking miss the stadium. Or like, oh, today would have been in San Jose. Or, yeah. You know, today would have been this. Which was last game. week. I know. But it's, it's you know, you you see, it was a Portuguese hammer every week was updating who the guy, who his calendar was notifying him that we were supposed uh, to play. I'm, a, I'm on my computer every day, I and I get and I turn that shit off. I I, I keep I keep telling myself that I I, I never turn my calendar uh, notifications off. So every Saturday or every Wednesday when we we're gonna have a game, it's like, oh, LA Galaxy today at seven thirty versus Colorado Rapids. You're like. Oh, that's right. It's just it's 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 weird, man. Like it's 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 a weird call to finally get people past. God damn, I want to go down to the stadium. God damn, I miss all my Galaxy friends. God that's damn, right. I miss seeing everybody. So when they announced the the scrimmage, I I texted uh, uh one of the people we know at the Galaxy. I'm like, yo, what's the chances I can get get into that stadium for that scrimmage? He's like zero. It, but ex- <laughs> but what's your what's your when you see that obsession. they're running a scrimmage, it's obsession. When you see that they're running a scrimmage, when you see that they're bringing people to the stadium, even in their cars, what's your default? How do I get in there? Yeah. What the fuck makes you think you're different than every other Galaxy fan that's like, oh man, I want to get into that scrimmage. I just miss watching them play. I was, I hope it works. I hope it's safe. I hope every person that goes does what they're supposed to do, and I hope it works out for everybody. I personally was very surprised to see the Galaxy opening their doors at all to say, yes, come on in, come on back. 
I, I just even if it's to send people off, everybody come on down. I was really, really just because you're going to get some people that are like, hey, well, let's meet up here. Well, because they're also telling people to. Well, I know for like the scrimmage game, they were telling people to like uh, make banners and stuff like that. And those are being mm-hmm. put up for the, for the game. Lars on is Thursday. doing it. Yeah. So, uh, again, it's like you're asking people to get together and paint banners. And it's so strange. It's so strange to me. I'm, I'm sure there's a plan and I'm sure they have. Um, I'm sure they have a strategy that they believe will make it work. I wonder if it'll be like you come through the main gate and just do a U-turn at that, like when the, you know, like the security main gate, mm-hmm. and you just make a U-turn and then like wave at somebody and then go back. I don't. I, I I'm I I'm an obsessive Galaxy fan. I'll be the first time at that. Again, that what, doesn't even sound appealing to me as, as something to do. But again, it, it it's strange to me because. One of the sticking, one of the, like the selling points was like, "Hey, come and take pictures in your car with the Galaxy players." And to me, I'm like, "Well, how's that going to work?" I don't. I'm telling you, man. I I have no answer for you on this topic. Like, I don't know. I don't know why they would do it. I don't know what the benefit is. <laughs> uh, DG in in the in the YouTube comment says Tucker. I like how, in spite of all the evidence, you still assume there's a plan and that people have this figured out. Um, you know what? Look, uh, let good my good my good friend DG. Let me put it this way: it's not so much that I assume there's a plan; it's that I know the people. I personally know the people who would be in charge of doing something like this, and I like to believe they're smart enough to have a plan. That's probably the way I should phrase that. Um, it's it's not so much that I trust the plan because you know we plan to hire Kurt Anolfo for a job we all knew he couldn't do. Just like we plan to put Pete Vainas in the general manager position when we knew he couldn't do it. Um, just like we, you know, all due respect and 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 rest in peace, just like we assumed Ziggy Schmidt was going to be able to control Zlatan Ibrahimovic. In the same way we assumed Frank Yallop would be able to control Beckham. Realistically, no, I don't think there's a plan. I think there it's 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 hopes. And I think it's it's genuinely, I think it's trying to gas people up for a tournament that at its best. You shouldn't want to go on. I think they're trying to get you amped up for something that on a good day, you shouldn't, you should say, Hey, I genuinely, because if you do, if you actually care about it, Sasha question, I've spoken to, I've DM'd him a couple times, talked to him. I like, I like you, the guy. You slid into the DMs? Like, yeah. Oh, you know me, man. That's, that's my move. But I, 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 I genuinely like that Sasha's back or that he's here. I genuinely like that dude. Like, I haven't spoken to him. I genuinely like that guy. Given that I like him, I don't want him to go to this. I don't want any of them to go. He got he got babies, man. He got to come back, too. Man, hey, you made, he made, like, 1.5 last year. You cool. You, you're good. Like, I get it. They're, they're, they're athletes, and we, this is the thing. You are arguing for his um, expectation of his lifestyle. He made $1.5 million last year. He's fine. He may not be Newport Beach fine, but he's fucking fine. You want go get you an apartment in 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 Inglewood and you'll be all right on your $1.5 million. Ooh, Clashin ain't ain't buying Inglewood apartment. Bro, he's, he's, got, he's at Black Lives Matter protest. He's one of us now. He's good. I can see him like a Seal Beach dude. Come to Long Beach. Get a get a two bedroom apartment. Get a three bedroom apartment in Long Beach. Live next to Daniel Stairs. Done. He moved out of Long Beach. He's in Newport now. <laughs> he got that contract. <laughs> but again, he's fine. Hey, you know what? Hey, 
These guys are fine, man. You're good. I understand Didi Traore going. I understand Julian Araujo going. There are guys I understand going. I, I get some of them. But, like, Zubak, you come from a wealthy family. You're cool. Bingham, you've been cleaning up Major League Soccer for years. You're good. You're good, and if you're not, you need to take. You need to go to Florida, get your paycheck, take a part of that a part of that money, and give it to someone who's going to do some financial planning for you. Because if one season of being an athlete in America, making the type of money you've been making, throws all your shit off, there's something there's something wrong in how you're diversify your bonds, how you're managing your money. I'm just. He didn't watch the Bell Show. It's fine. Um, I'm glad you didn't drop an in bomb at the end of that. I appreciate it. So it's been it's been a rough rough <laughs> rough quarter. Um, yeah, I just I don't understand. Like if you if if you shouldn't want any of these dudes to go, like you in my opinion, and it's just my opinion. Well, especially in just the surging case numbers that are that are that are happening right now, and we're not even there yet. Yeah. I would. How many teams are even there? Like, there's like not even a quarter of the teams that are. I think like yet. four. I don't think it's. I don't think it. But everyone, it. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you say as as a as a leader of an organization, we're gonna we're gonna spend, and it's what I assume the galaxy's doing. We're gonna spend the least amount of time there possible. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm sorry, I got to put your life in, in in this situation. I assume, but we're gonna spend the least amount of time there. <sighs> I don't know, man. I, I I just don't know how you can justify bringing in like what six hundred and forty players or some odd number like that. It's money, man. No, well, su- yeah, no I, such. I, I get what they're. I get why they're doing it. No such things as essential workers. No such things as essential workers. There are expendable citizens. That's it. And they, and and these guys, these six hundred guys, whoever they are, they are all expendable citizens. Most of them are expendable citizens. Some of them aren't citizens, but. Uh, uh, there are expendable workers. That's it. That's what these guys are. I don't want my team to be expendable workers, so I don't want them to go. So I don't want to drive by and, and wave goodbye and take pictures as I send them into into a state that's a virus hotspot. Because to me, that's wrong. It's wrong. It is to me. It's flat out wrong that they're going to go play this tournament. Mm. I, I I understand the business side behind it. I don't. I don't know all the numbers. I don't know how much money is, is is talking about. I don't know if it's well. I feel like it's just them. They have to fulfill the contracts, like TV contracts, and just to get their money to get paid. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah that that that's what it is. It's about it's about maintaining, uh, fulfilling your order, so you can get the money you need to kind of to kind of continue. Completely understand that. They shouldn't be going. I wouldn't. Want, if you told me you were getting ready to hop on a plane to Florida, I would tell you you're out of your fucking mind. I would call. I would call your. I would call your mom. <laughs> I was gonna say I call your wife. I would call your mom and be like, "Hey, you need to shut this down," because that's that's nonsense. And that's I think, you, I think you'd have a better chance to call my wife. Um, nah. Well, I, I would call your grandmother and see if she could just bother you until you're like, "Fine, fuck it, I won't go." But nah, I I I can't I can't I can't roll with this, man. I can't roll with this tournament at all. Uh, yeah. As as the time goes on, I, I I'm more and more uneasy. Right, like, so we talked to the 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 Spectrum Sports interviewer, like when she was asking questions, like, "Are you excited?" I'm like, "I can't really tell you that I am." Like, the what the term I went we out used, of my way. I went out of my way to not dog that tournament. Yeah, I, that's why I said I was like, I'm cautiously optimistic. Like, I I, I want to see my team play. I mean, that's literally what I've been wanting 
That's what I, I do for the last 25 years. Like, I watch this team play. It's the only team I really care about. So, yeah, I want to see them play. That's like, it's a, it's, it's a drug. Like we said, it's, it's a drug. It's an addiction that you need to have to fix. But if it's at the point where it's going to risk their health. And it will. For, and let's be honest, as much as I love it and as much as Chris loves the game, it's a game. It's, it's dudes kicking a ball around. But what did I tell, what did I tell, uh, uh, Joe was their lady's name. What did I tell her when she asked about, she, so she, in, in her pre, you know, in the, the, the stuff for the actual show she's doing, she asked us, I don't know if she asked you, but she asked me, uh, how has the coronavirus affected your soccer watching? Especially if it's like, if it's, you know, an addiction, how has it affected your soccer watching? I told her the truth. I've watched more games since the coronavirus hit than I ever watched, than I ever watched before. What we've, we've talked about on the show. I'm going to tell you the exact same thing. Go to footballia.net, find a random game you do not know the result to. Footballia does not post, uh, they they hide the results. You can click it if you want to see it. They hide the results. Find any game, any game that you don't know the result to and go watch that game. What is the difference to your life? Mm-hmm. What is the difference to your life? None? Great. There's no risk or difference to your life. And Joe Corona doesn't have to put his 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 health at risk. To go to Florida on Saturday, this past Saturday, just 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 gone through this past Saturday on the June twenty seventh, Florida had nine thousand five hundred and eighty five cases, which is a new record for that state. But on Friday, you're going to drive by the stadium and stick your head out of a window and wave at players as they hop on a plane to go to that state. For what? People getting sick right now. People in that bubble getting sick right now. Yeah. Fuck that. I genuinely care about my players. I know I, sh- I shouldn't. I certainly shouldn't to the level where I'm like, well, I guess I should. Because it's, it's it, I, I shouldn't feel bad about it. It's human. It's human to say, like, I no, 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 I don't want to knowingly put you in danger any more than, than need be. And that that's all, for me, that's no, all it is. Knowingly put you in danger for the league to fulfill its contract contractual duties for their TV sponsor. Someone was it um, uh, Manny Deuce Martinez in the in the YouTube chat? Great idea, especially if you can get everyone to agree to do it. And you would need a, you would need consensus around the league, but everyone doesn't. What if we watched the Galaxy play Galaxy two eight times and fulfill their TV contract, and Atlanta played Atlanta two eight times, fulfilled their TV contract? Or what? What do they used to do? Like the you have like the hockey teams would go and play like a best of seven series or whatever. Yeah, play like what Kings was, play the Ducks over Canada and over. Canada would over go and over play and over. you know Russia. The best of seven Summit series. series, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had a documentary about that for you. Um, yeah, I w- if if the galaxy said, "Hey, we're not we're not doing MLS's thing. We're gonna we're gonna run a blue white scrimmage against Galaxy." You want to make a billion dollars? Put LAFC in a galaxy in a two week bubble, and then let those guys play each other eight times. Would you miss one? No. Would you miss a single game? Mm-mm. I don't. I'm not watching this fucking tournament at all. I'll I'll watch the, you know I will I'll watch the Galaxy game so we can talk about it, but the rest of it fuck that man, this shit's getting worse. Yeah, are you gonna watch a Columbus versus whoever at six in the morning? If they were if they no bullshit if Florida was down to fifteen hundred cases a day, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Like if if there were if if the bubble if the quarantine bubble was working, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Especially me, I'm up at fucking five thirty every day. I got no problem with that. But it's getting, bro, Saturday, 
Saturday, the state the state hit their 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 record. Nah, I'm not I'm not cool with any of this. Galaxy versus Galaxy two, 15 times. I'll watch every single one. I'll watch every single one. I'll tweet about you guys like it's like it's the like it's it's the reinvention of of sandwich bread. I'm in. I'm in. But it's cool. But it's not. It's cool. Cincinnati, Nashville. Let's do it. Cincinnati, Nashville. Make it so somebody can't see their grandmother for two fucking months. You soulless hounds. I get it, man. I'm not even. And look, I'm not even hating on you. I'm not coming at you. You want to go? You want to stroll by there on Friday? That's your business. They're going anyway. That's the thing. They're going anyway. Yeah. So if that if that's how you want to roll, that's you want to stroll by and say hi and 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 send them off. I got no problem with that. It's your business. For me. For me, the tournament's fucking cruel. And it's it's sad to watch these owners of Major League Soccer look at these players and go, yeah, yeah, they'll be all right. I can tell you Uncle Phil ain't going to be there. Uncle Phil going to be there? Nah, Arthur no. Blank ain't going to be there. No. Mayor Paulson's not going to be there. I can see Arthur Blank going. Nah, he's too old. He's Again, they're not putting their lives at risk to complete a Major League Soccer season. That's not the way this game works. They'll put Efrain's life at risk. They'll try to put Jonathan's, but Jonathan's good. Money management. I don't know, man. There's a question in the YouTube chat. Does this make you complicit? Honestly? Yeah, of course. You're a part of it. You're a part of it, man. It's, it's, any person that watches it is a part of it. It's okay. I'm not Again, I'm not saying don't watch it. I'm not telling you not to follow it. I'm not telling you don't get involved with it. I mean, that's... that's, that's that's not the lane I'm moving in. That's not that's not my place. Live aloha. You know what I mean? If that's if 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 you want to watch it, if you want to be into it, cool. But I mean, yeah, of course. You're you're you want to mute your mic while you're while you're typing? It's coming through loud and clear. Um sorry, I'm I'm typing to Brian Jordan who commented on our Facebook live. Turn your mic back on. Turn, I, yeah, it's on. Yeah. But put put it down to the <laughs> so, I mean, that's 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 my only thing, man. You know, it's it, it objectively is wrong. If it wasn't, if it wasn't your soccer club, if you heard they were loading up children and putting them on a plane, and they're they're going to be in quarantine, don't worry. They're loading up six hundred and 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 twenty, you know, ten year olds, and they're all going to Disneyland. It's going to be quarantine. It's a bubble, and everything's cool. Yeah, yeah, we got ten cases over here that popped up. Yeah, we got six cases over here that popped up. But don't worry. Rest of you guys are gonna be cool. I know most of you haven't even gotten here yet, and some of you are from states where your parents can go to a bar and come right back and give you a hug, and hope hopefully not infect you. But right after that, we're gonna check your temperature and put you on a plane. So you know, if it was fucking kids, you'd all be against it. You'd all be against it. I, I hope. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say you'd all. Be, I shouldn't speak in definitives like that. I shouldn't say you'd all be against it. I would hope you'd be against it. I would hope you'd be against Because I'll tell you right now, man, my wife works at Whole Foods. Fucking dickheads walk in without a mask every single fucking day. Every single day. She's at a grocery store. Every single fucking day people walk in. And you're telling me the, the Galaxy players got to go to a place where other players could go to a bar? On Wednesday? And on Friday they're hopping on a plane? <sighs> yes, you're complicit. Yes, it's wrong. How you feel about that and how you choose to process that information and what you do with that, it's your business. I ain't here to judge you. I, I'm not your I'm not your judge. That's on you. But yes, you in my eyes, you are complicit. In my eyes, it's wrong. Yeah, I mean, oh, I'm gonna put my mic back on. 
I mean, yeah, it's, you know, you're obviously complicit because you want, if you want to see your team play in this tournament, it's, it's your, you're complicit. Well, they're doing, look, I'm complicit. Even if I don't watch it, I'm complicit. They're doing it for viewers. They're doing it for advertising revenue. They're doing it for people like all of us who they know are, in a way, hurting for some live soccer. And look, I've, I've watched, I've watched the enhanced games with the pumped in audio. It's not bad. You know, I, I got it. It's, 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 it's cool. It's fine. You know, but it's, it's a money. It's, it's hard when you flat out know it's a money move. Yeah. It's rough when you know it's just about the advertising. <laughs> and I think, dollars. I think, um, any, any like the motivators for like the American sports, you're like, any of this is like motivated by money. Like, I just feel like that's that's all it is for the American sports. Um, I guess we'll we'll move on while while Tucker goes and and, and takes a takes a pee break. I know. Well, let's talk. Uh, let's talk a little Juninho, because I know Ben Ben he's your favorite player. Yeah, I'm a big Juni guy. Big big Juni guy. Uh, today announces his or yesterday he announces his retirement. Yesterday announced his retirement. Yep. Uh, I'll read the videos that were put up by the way. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read Juninho's statement that he posted. He titled it "Retirement Letter." Uh, it has been so difficult to express the end of my career in words. First of all, thank you, mom and dad, for all the t- uh, tireless support and dedication to give me the hope to succeed in a very competitive sport like soccer. And I didn't disappoint you. I did it in the best way possible. After a fantastic journey in professional soccer, I have decided to retire. I want to thank you. I want to thank all of the clubs which allowed me to perform and showcase my talent. Thank you to all my coaches throughout the years who helped me develop into the player and man that I am today. I'm thankful for all the friends I gained thanks to soccer and for the medical staff who took care of me in the good moments and the bad. A big shout-out to all the fans who have followed my career no matter where I played. Uh, to the supporters of Sao Paulo, the LA Galaxy, Club Tijuana, and Chicago Fire, I try to represent your passion every time I was on the pitch. Thank you, very, thank you all for allowing me to serve your clubs. Lastly, thank you to my family and close friends for uh, always believing in my talent. Something like a simple word made me feel special and supported no matter the circumstances. Although the end uh, came sooner than I would have liked, I'm very proud of what I accomplished during my soccer career. Uh, now it's time to look forward to the future and see what life has prepared for me. So that's Juninho retiring at the age of 31. 31. It's, yeah, 31. It's, it's real young. Um, but, I mean, we we, we saw his, his, his last year with us. Well, not much of his time, but um, he had like a really bad injury a couple of years ago, and kind of was like the end of it. It happens. But I think I think one of the best, and I think Chris pointed this out. One of the best things that happened was that he came back and was able to retire as retire a guy. Retire G. It's 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 for me. It's important because you see like a lot because you see a lot of times where guys will come back, like you know, quote unquote, you know, legends or, or guys who made their career with us come back for a year and then go play another club and then retire. Mm-hmm. Like it's. It's kind of unsatisfying. Yeah, like uh, like Gordon. Gordo yeah. Gordo ended up at what Colorado, Colorado, and then retired. Uh, I would have loved Sean Franklin to come back. Tried to get Kevin Hartman to come back for for a one day contract, but the Galaxy weren't about it. Um, God, my my, I can't think of anyone who's left in the game, but like AJ, AJ, I want to come back. I want AJ to retire, Galaxy player. Um, I think the vast majority of everyone else is is. Kind of called it quits that I would I would care to see come back, um, yeah, Janino, gone but not forgotten, my man. Seventh and tenth number nineteen in Galaxy history. Um, he ends his 
regular season career. I haven't. I'm I'm working on a playoff spreadsheet. So that's going to come at some point. Um, obviously, I needed a definitive list. So I'm I'm segmenting regular season U.S. Open Cup and playoffs so that I can total them together and and have like oh these guys definitively did boom boom boom. Um, but for league for for his league play, which I have completed, uh, a stunning for me anyway, a stunning 189 appearances. I mean, you don't, you really don't get that every day. I think he was our uh, our mid our third highest capped um, midfielder, just behind Kobe and Sinfuegos, uh, and our eighth highest capped player of uh, eighth. It's eighth, eighth highest capped player of all time. Um, respects. Like it's it's sad, man. Like it's, I've I've I got it. It happens on my. Can, do you mind? Can I? May I? May I? Go. You see it. I, I saw it on my. Uh, apologies, sir. Uh, I love you. Uh, you're a good friend. Um, I saw it on my Twitter, man. I saw it on my Twitter immediately. People being like, "Oh, good." And I'm like, "The fuck is wrong with you?" And they're like, "Yeah," but I mean, like you know, wasn't that good. When did you start following the galaxy? 2016. Oh, word. I got it. I got it. And you know, don't get mad at them. You don't have to, you don't have to get upset. You don't even have to, you don't have to leap to his, to, to, to Junie's defense. It's easy. Show. Junie is one of those rare guys. Junie is one of those guys where it's like, I'm just going to show highlights. I'll show you right now. You don't, you don't understand what that dude was in his, in his heyday. I'm just going to show you some fucking highlights. Let me let me show you the cross that my man made in the 2012 MLS Cup final where he just bang and then just sits on it like Jordan just lets the leg hang. Let me show you that in case you don't understand. Let me show you the first goal my man ever hit when Seattle was supposed to be this booming up and coming franchise and it was like yo that don't work here. That's not that's not the way we play this game. That's kid. still one of the best calls. Hit with no regard to no humanity. No regard for humanity. That's it's amazing. No regard for humanity. I mean, this is a guy who made a career out of embarrassing Casey Keller. ATK. Always, always Tess Keller. Oh, always. Yeah. I mean, is you remember that? No, I, some of it's gone. That's that's what we'd always say every time we play Seattle. ATK. You shoot from yeah. You shoot from distance. Always, te- always Tess Keller. Buttle always did it and scored like a thousand goals against Keller. Keller had reach like his first year. A good a good portion of his first year, I really should say. He had he had decent reach, a good portion of his first year, and that was it. Like, Junie made a career out of embarrassing this kid. Forty years old, but you know, embarrassing this guy. People who don't understand what someone like Janino brought to the organization, you don't belittle them, you don't attack them. You educate them. That's your opportunity as a Galaxy fan to teach that fucking person. Because someone who became a fan in 2015, 2016 doesn't understand. Janino. That's it. And it, it's and I, I get where they're coming from as a as a fan, you know, four or five years in. And look, four years in, you know, you know what I mean? You start to feel a little cocky, start to feel like, oh, I got this. I think I don't I know some shit. David Beckham we won two titles. He played six years. Robbie Keane, yeah, a whole lot of goals. He was a bad Landon Donovan, great. But you know what's really hard? It's the the Sean Franklins are hard. Sean Frank defending people like Sean Franklin. You know, Kevin Hartman gets his gets his plaudits, but defend Donovan Ricketts, just how how truly amazing Jaime Pinedo was. Like how much of it's your job, Galaxy fans in the know, not to attack these people, not to belittle them, bring them along, educate them, teach them. Sh- hey, oh, you don't know Janino? 
Let me my my boys got and you all know this. I know you all know this by now. My boys got every MLS Cup. Let me talk to him real quick. He's gonna show you what's up. Because you could he can watch just the 2012 final. Janino balls out all fucking day, the entire game. Junior balls out. So teach, help, educate. Yeah, and I mean I I think the positive comments definitely outweighed the the negative ones by far. By far. You, I mean you see so many stories of how good of a guy he was. Just just how good of a dude he was. Like. I saw, I saw stories where um, one one person on Twitter said how like he would for two like two hours straight talk to like his mom and like had a full on like two hour conversation like he was a family member like it's stuff like that 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 makes guys like him stand apart from other players like just real cool like always like I mean I mean if we're being honest we made his career like this was like the best years were in a galaxy in a galaxy shirt yeah because we got him real fair. young with the trio from Sao Paulo. With him, Leonardo, and uh, Alex Kazumba. And, I mean, Leonardo left a little bit of his legacy here. He won, he won rings. He won rings. He won rings. But, obviously, Junie was the one who stood, out, who stood out. And it's a guy who constantly was the... I mean, it still is one of the guys who is the, is the last person to actually shoot from outside the box and, like, make a difference. I think, like... Um, um, Alessandrini did there's that a little of, bit. There's one other one. Who's, well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Really pretty, and oh, yeah. I, I miss him, and oh, I yeah. hope he comes back really soon. Um, He's the best. I love you, John. But I mean, Junior was that guy. Like you were like, it, when he hits it, anytime he had the ball anywhere on the field. Yeah. He look. There, there's probably the closest comparison, and it's 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 off, and it's far, and I want you to understand it's the closest comparison to it that I can find. He's like Zlatan. Wherever he was when he had the ball, if you weren't on him, your keeper better be. He better be where he's supposed to be, because if he's not, he's gonna end up on a highlight reel real quick. And Junie had that. Junie had that like, I, I can do it, I got it. And on a team, and this is and that's the thing. It's not even that I got it, I can shoot it. It's on a team with Landon Donovan, Robbie Keane, David Beckham. Like it's a team of stars. And yeah. this kid from Sao Paulo is like, yeah, it's cool, but I got it. Don't worry. And th- that's what I appreciated most about Junie was his the ability he had to make a quick decision. Playing with those guys, playing with Beckham, with Donovan, and with Keane, he was able to make quick, correct decisions that those guys, they trusted that if they made the right runs or they were in the right places, he was going to find them with the ball. Something you didn't find, especially in that era of MLS, it wasn't super common. And you also get, you know, and we've we've discussed the the benefits of a Zlatan, the benefits of a Hernandez. We've discussed the inability to cover everyone. Like, Juninho is what you got from an inability to cover everyone. You can't watch Slaton and Robbie and David and Mike McGee. Oh, Juninho's got the ball. Oh, why is there no one within 10 feet of him? Because of everyone else I just finished naming. But it's someone who could take advantage of it. Pete Viannis found himself wide open all the time, and he passed the ball sideways, he passed the ball backwards. Well, doesn't do anything. Backwards. But it doesn't, you know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't do anything. Like, Janino did something. He was active. He was versatile. Janino's an attacking midfielder that converted to a center midfielder and then a defensive midfielder so David could go do whatever the hell he wanted. Once David left, Janino was like, cool, I get a chance to run the middle. Sarvas will come in and play my defensive role. Free me up a little bit. Players like Janino are rare. Very, very, very rare. Someone who is really good and loves being here. Think of think of think of 
Think of an of an Alice Andrini. If I'm wrong, someone correct me. But think of an Alice Andrini, someone who is very good, very very good, and really really bought into being here, making a connection with a fan base, making a connection with the organization, making a connection with the city, and just being about it, and the galaxy being it. Sad to see him retire. Sad to see him retire thirty one. Really fucking glad to see. You know, obviously we'll we'll, we'll discuss next. Um, Really, really glad he retired a G. Like, couldn't... Would have been sad if he if he retired as, you know, some other MLS team. Yeah, I mean, if he was, like, retired as a Chicago Fire player. Yeah, it, w- it would be terrible. Yeah. 18 league goals. Okay. 18 league goals, 59 assists. Whew. Wild. Ooh. Uh, but speaking on Juninho, we'll, we'll go... You know, I want to hear Ben first, though, man. Like, I know he's, he's like, your guy. So uh, what, what do you... How are you feeling about this? Like, I mean, we're going to talk and discuss uh, his next uh, career move in, in a little bit right now. Uh, but what, how are you feeling about his whole calling it quits at 31? You know, it, it caught me off guard. It really did. I thought that, you know, maybe he would go, you know, find someplace in Mexico or something. Somebody would want him somewhere, you'd think. Apparently, you know, the injury just was probably worse than anyone really thought. So it makes me sad because, like Tucker said, the guy – Genuinely love to be here. And whenever you saw him in anything, I mean, remember the old backstage galaxy? Was, whenever you saw Janino, he was always smiling. Yeah. And he always drew people to him. People liked him. You know what I mean? People, he was just, he was one of those guys that just you wanted to be around. Even like you could see it being in the stands. You could watch him playing on the field. You'd be like, man, that guy would be a cool guy just to hang around. You know, and, but then, go... and, and then you got that where he's on the field and he's like scrappy. Yeah. Like he'll get into it. Yeah. You, but like you, in, you... any video, like any like interview, like, He's always smiling. He's always like happy guy. Yeah, always happy guy. Yeah. So you know, like Tucker said, I'm glad that he retired to G. I'm glad you know he's going to stay in the organization. Um, spoilers. <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I'm not spoiling <laughs> well, anything. Yeah, I know. Let's talk about it. Get into it, but yeah, but I don't know. I'm really glad he's going to stay in the organization because I hope he passes like what Tucker was saying. That want to be here, you know, that love for the organization. Yeah, I think I you hope need those guys. Could, you know, that's something. Yeah. Not just the, not just the skill, not just the technique. I hope he passes that on to the next generation. Yeah, I mean, you have guys now in, in the organization like Cien, Juninho, Sarvas. Well, we'll just talk about it. Juninho and Sarvas. Uh, it was announced. Dude, bad as this one. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's announced today that Juninho and Marcelo Sarvas are coming back to their organization. As academy coaches, mm-hmm. uh, Sarvas so coming back to the organization. Yes, Juninho transitioning. Sarvas has been he's been doing his his academy coaching. Uh, I mean, with with uh, Colorado, I think he did a little bit with DC as well. I um, would imagine. So I mean, it's he has he's had coming in with a little bit of experience. Juninho is the one that that uh, really has, has no to, to minimal to none, but I I, I would hope like you know. He's had enough experience, and and like Ben says, like brings that passion for the club to be like, hey, this is what it takes to become a Galaxy player. Like this is what you need, and and I feel like you you need that, you know, to get to get to these kids' heads. Like it's gonna take more than I'm a good player to get through. Like it's gonna take mm-hmm. so much more than that. And I'm hoping like guys like Sarvas and Juninho, like they'll bring that. Cause Sarvas was another guy who was like, he came here and it was like he loved being here. And wanted to be here. If we're honest, probably more than Juni. Like if we're if we're honest with ourselves, probably a little more than Janino. Well, I think and I think Sarvas was a little more like 
of that like outspoken like you know like sure sure I, I also I mean I would assume Sarvas probably took to English a little better than Janino did um which you know obviously makes it easier for 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 fan outreach he came to to the Lars Christmas party a few years back um it is a little easier to have that that outreach in a community when you speak the language more fluently at least than than um than your counterpart I I agree with you man like it's outside of what they can bring on the field outside of of this was the, te- the technical end yeah. outside of, and look I, I I don't know Junie's coaching badges he may still be working on them um I'd assume like yeah, I mean, it's it's probably pretty fresh. Like, hey, we want you to be in he's the had, organization. He's had some time though. He's had he's had some time over the last two years. He probably should have figured this he might, out. Yeah, but I think I texted I texted some friends I have in the organization when when the news came out, and I told them I said, you know, it was a stroke of genius. First off, getting them both back, love it. If you're, if you're looking for baseline opinion, love it. It's an amazing move. I personally love seeing, and I think I I think the two of you agree agree with me. I love seeing ex-players get brought back into the organization. I like the idea of taking care of your own. Where's waiting on Robbie, man? <sighs> waiting on Robbie. I like the idea of taking care of your own. Marcelo Sarva shouldn't be coaching in any capacity in Major League Soccer for a different organization than the Galaxy. Janino shouldn't be. Cienfuegos, for example, shouldn't be coaching for another team in Major League Soccer than the Galaxy. If he's going to get a shot in this country, it should be here. I hated, I hated, I hated fucking Kevin Hartman uh, uh, working at FC Dallas. I hated it. I don't, I'll be honest with you. I don't like Dan Gargan doing commentary for Atlanta. You're a Galaxy player to me. Like if, if, you're, if you're going to do that, I would prefer you do it here. Isn't I he would, from Georgia? I'm sure. Yeah, well, let me figure it out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you got the list, man. Let me pull, let me pull, I got the list up right now. Let me pull it up for you. Uh, Big Dan Gargan is from Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh, I think we, I think we had uh, that was a no history question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, see, I don't know everything. Most of it is all spreadsheets. Um, but I, I you know, I would, ra- I don't like that Robin Frazier coaches outside of major, uh, outside of the galaxy. You know, I don't, I don't know that Robin Frazier is good enough to be our head coach, but I would love to see him in the organization in some capacity. When we had an opening, I wanted, I, when we had a head coach opening, I wanted Greg Vanny. Like I want, I want Galaxy dudes. There are places that they belong in. You know, you and I, and and I think Andrew and Matt were at the meeting when when they announced that Pete Vianus was coming back. He had finally retired. And he was coming back in the organization. I'll tell you then, like I'll tell you now, it's a great move, a great move. Should he have been elevated to general manager? Probably not. Yeah, because at that point he was just like the head of the, the he worked with youth academy, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's the same thing, same place you're transitioning, you know, Junie and and, and Sarvas into. If because, you're gonna have a beef, because if anything, you're you're you're, showing, you're putting me in, in a position where they can fail, mm-hmm. and it's not something that that'll it's really hurt. The the, it won't hurt their organization that much. Well, there should if there's no one watching over the job that these two are doing, that's probably the the far larger concern. You know what I mean? If there's not anyone a little more experienced that's keeping an eye on on what they're doing, mm-hmm. it's probably the bigger problem. But having someone like like Pete back in the organization is great. It was a great move because no player, and I've had several, several former Galaxy players tell me this. No player in the in the history of the Galaxy organization, as far as they knew from their time, cared about the organization like Pete cared about the organization. 
Like Pete believed in the overall structure of the Does club. it make you feel like sad how like his history has gone now? No, no. It should be ice look. One, it should be when 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 Pete was general manager and we were railing against Pete as general manager, I'm I'm railing in part against someone who's in a job they shouldn't be in, which is isn't, you know, it's it's his fault to turn it down. He should turn it down for a job he can't do. But, but I, turn I take down? it but I I I under, I wouldn't turn it down. I should. And and look, if I take this is the thing, if I take that job and you sit on your microphone and Guessman sits on his microphone and and Angel and Bryant and Eddie and, and everyone sits on their microphone and they're they're saying, Oh, Chris shouldn't be in that job, he's terrible at that. You guys are a hundred percent right. You would be a hundred percent right. The fact that it's about me doesn't change reality of I shouldn't be in that job. Look, man, I'm a nice guy. Well, see, that's the problem is you'd be general manager and I'd be the assistant general manager. Absolutely. So. It's the only way to roll. Yeah. But I, look, I'm, an, I'm a nice. Nepotism. I, I, I try to be. I should say I try to be. I try to be a nice guy. I try to be a decent dude. If you make me the CEO of your company, your shit is going under. That's the way this works. Where I'm at right now, I disagree with you, Ben. You got, a, you got like nine I believe microphones. In you, Tuck. I believe in you. That's okay. This is Tucker and Friends. We ain't gone under yet. Klein believed in Vianus, and he was fucking wrong. True. But you're the right person to lead this organization. This organization? Yes, because I'm better than the two of you. But yes. in that organization, I'm probably not. Ed Rodriguez. Ed. Ed Rodriguez. Ed. Are you... Are you... Do you want me to call the reporter back? No, what do you no. You <laughs> <laughs> You're the... Sorry, broadcaster. Broadcaster, man. But if you... If you... If you were president of the organization and you made me general manager, you would be fucking wrong. If I was the president, there is some serious structure problems in the organization. Which perhaps takes <laughs> us to the far larger issue. Yeah. I don't, I don't, you know, it, it, I've met Pete and every interaction I've had with Pete, he's been, he's been very nice. Um, I have, I definitely heard that once he got in the organization, he's a bit of an asshole. I can't speak to that. I don't. You know, I don't I don't know that to be true. And I don't I haven't spoken to enough people to to, to feel like I've verified it independently. Mm. I've I've heard it from a couple people and I know a couple of them that would have a reason to dislike him. So, I, you know, I don't know. But I can tell you every interaction I ever had with him, he was nice. He was fine. So I don't, I don't put it on Pete. I put it on. Except I put it like on the, that last year when he's like dodging everyone with fake phone calls. But again, I understand that. <laughs> I get, but I, again, no, man, I get it. If, if you were in that same spot and you had made all the fuck fuck ups he did and someone's called. Look. Black people don't pick up the phone when the electric company is calling them. You think we're going to pick up when 30,000 people want to fucking scream at me? <laughs> no, hell no. Uh, I, look, Pete gave, Pete gave a fuck more than a lot of people gave a fuck. He was in a job he had no business being in that was way over his head. And if it wasn't for the Billionaire Boys Club, he never would have been in there to begin with. You want to put it on somebody, put it on Klein. And I'll tell you right now, if you brought it to, if you brought it to Chris, if you brought it to Klein, you know what he'd tell you? That's my bad. I fucked up. That's what a man should do. Yeah, own it up, own, own it. it, own it, move on. Yeah, I like us bringing, I like us bringing back the, the the older cats. It's always it's always great, and it's a stroke of genius, absolute stroke of genius, to not bring Sarvas back until Junie retired. It's beautiful. It's so it's so intelligent. As long as he was cool in Colorado, as long as he was all right in Colorado, and I assume he was, as long as he was all right in his situation, the fact that they didn't bring Sarvas over to join the academy until acquired Janino as a as a PR stunt, PR move, whatever. Yeah, because I wonder what what was the timeline behind this? Because I mean, it's this is it's July. I think I heard I heard about Janino 
uh, right before, I want to say right before Christmas, maybe right before Thanksgiving. Yeah, because I felt like he, like, I, f- I felt like he was retired already. Like, I felt like the end of the season came and he was He didn't like, play for you. Done. He he didn't play for between, between I think between TJ and us, he didn't play for a year. Um, and then and then we brought him we brought him back in, uh, I you know I, but I I know I heard about it early and the idea that they I heard I don't remember when exactly but I, I heard about it prior to it being announced, the idea that they let Sarvas continue out his year. In Colorado or whatever, and then the I mean, it's the same announcement right, it's the same announcement separated by a few minutes. No, uh, well the retirement and then the retirement and the academy. So the retirement came out first, and then that's the academy, and then him and uh, Sarvis joined the academy as coaches came out later, but not it wasn't like very far apart. It's, it's a great move. Yeah, it's a great it's a great great move, and it's a PR win. It's a uh, it's a it's a great way to keep the fans a little happier. Maybe even get people a little more excited about academy developments. You know what I mean? Or maybe at a minimum, you got Sarvas to help. Get Sarvas, who's been coaching, who's been doing this job. You get Sarvas to say, hey, well, I'm going to help Junie figure this shit out. I'm going to help him as he's learning the the academy process. I'm going to help him in the development. I'm here. It's it's my man. And look, I'm, I'm man enough to tell you, I didn't cry. I didn't cry, Ed. I'll tell you, I didn't, Ed, I didn't, Ed, I did not cry. They got a little misty in here when I, because I didn't know. Chris was in between, like in his his pedicure on, and he saw it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know. I I was. I I didn't get a. I didn't get a heads up on this. I didn't get. I I knew nothing until I clicked the video and I saw. And it took a second for me to register it. I was like, oh, they brought. I thought they brought Sarvas in, like as a you know. Hey, remember these guys? Yeah, they played together, and you know they're they're connected, and and you know he's here to say bye. The, I saw I saw Sarvas in the thing, and I I read the the little scroll on the bottom, and it said uh, uh, Juninho and Marcelo Sarvas join Academy. And if team. if you haven't seen the video, go watch it. It's five minutes. It's it's real short, but it's you see the chemistry between those guys, man. It's 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 so great. Even uh, Sarvas talks about how yeah we're back at the club, we're a little bit balder, and I'm like oh man, oh, that's oh, that's great stuff. That's I love great it. stuff. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I love it, man. Go Get, go and getting go watch it. getting guys who have championship mentality yeah exactly i mean going bell to bell championship pedigree and mentality teaching you nines you and look you want to win you want to win it ain't about your feelings and about whether you feel like getting up and practicing today it's not about whether you feel like competing today you want to fucking win this is how we win this is how you do it but doing it in portuguese so it sounds fucking dope so that it sounds sounds intellectual that's what i want intense i love it man oh it's a it's a cienfuegos Juninho and Marcelo Sarvas are teaching Galaxy kids. If that doesn't make you happy, I can't help you. Our midfielders are going to come out like crazy. I can't help you, man. They're just going to dance around people. This is how you build a La Masia. Yeah. This is how you build it. Don't worry. I'm, I'll tell you right now, I'm not worried about whether Marcelo Sarvas and Juninho can get wins. I don't give a shit about that. Teach an eight-year-old how to control the ball when three dudes are around him. Teach someone how to look for a pass that's not the easy pass. That's not the home run pass, but somewhere in between. Teach these kids how to make smart passes, and I'm in. I'm in all day. And now they need to do the last thing that they that they they need to, to do to put a cherry on top and bring Robbie Keane as, as a G2 coach. There you go. As a G2 head coach. He could lose every fucking game. I wouldn't give a shit. And, and you know, it's and weird. He ain't got a job right now. 
and it's weird. He just got fired. It's it's weird because you would have you would have a setup for once that's built properly. If the if whatever worked out where your head coach had to dip, he is your guy in in the wings. He's your second team coach. He's ready to go. I'd take Robbie. I'd take I'd take Robbie. Robbie could lose again. He could lose every game. He could lose every game for G two. And they would sell out every single fucking match. I mean, it couldn't be worse than than Mike Munoz. Who's who's the G, who's the without looking it up? Who's the G two head coach right now? Uh, it was like a academy guy they brought up. What's his name? I know. There you go. I mean, I'm I, I'm not saying shit can to do. You know, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to mess your money up, but get get Robbie Keenan. He knows the organization. He's he is he is a galaxy. He is a galaxy man. Do you think he'd take a G2 coaching job? He, he was assistant coach behind, what was, uh, uh, assistant coach at Jonathan Woodgate, right, at Middlesbrough? Like, I should look that up because that, that could be spurious and wrong. Um, and I know Ben's not going to look it up. He's fucking lazy. Uh, yeah, he was the manager of Middlesbrough. I, knew, I, I got that shit. But, like, he's back. He's backing up Jonathan Woodgate. <laughs> I don't think his soundboard works. Okay, yeah. back, <laughs> I know it was. He was playing it earlier. He's backing up Jonathan Woodgate at Middlesbrough and just lost his job in the championship. You don't think he want to come back to live in L.A.? And and hang out for, for three years and then get a wildly different job. I don't know, man. England can't be. Sorry, James. England can't be that great. And Middlesbrough sure as shit ain't that great. So, I don't know. It's it's It seems... It uh, seems like a uh, seems like it w- it would work, but it's all about what what he feels like doing and where his family's at, and still chasing that dream. So, there you go. what are you gonna do? Now, from uh, two Galaxy midfielders, we're gonna talk another Galaxy midfielder. Uh, not so great news, as it's been reported that Jonathan Dos Santos will miss the MLS is back slash Mickey Mouse slash COVID nineteen Cup. Uh, he has an injury. Uh, it was reported today that the uh, he would on- undergo minimally minimally invasive hernia surgery with Doctor Hutchinson, which I don't know why they dropped the doctor in there. Uh, <laughs> but he's he's undergoing surgery tomorrow, and he'll be out of action for six weeks, which means he'll miss the entirety of the tournament. Uh, it's for uh, sports hernia, so you know we we I mean we know we, we all saw them, saw them videos. We also in the videos. We know we know what Jonathan's been up to in the in the quarantine. Uh, so <laughs> my man, my man is single. He ain't hurt nobody. I mean, I assume. Uh, yeah, he's he's who did who? This is the thing I don't understand. Who didn't fuck during the quarantine? Like what, who didn't? What have, else was there to do? Who didn't have sex during the quarantine? It was like puzzles, Netflix, and like he did all of that. Yeah, he he clearly solved the puzzle. She seemed like she was having a good time, and you know, yeah, Netflix on in the background. Everything's good. We're giving this guy a hard time for. He was Netflixing and chilling. It's a shame about his injury. It sucks, man. Yeah. I mean, you think it's you think it's you think it's real? I mean, why would it, I mean? He seems like a guy who's like not. He's willing to play. He's not gonna like. Why well, you think it's, it's? I mean, they they reported almost ten thousand cases of the coronavirus four days ago, and who told you he's injured? Uh, well, the galaxy. There you are. Wow. I don't and I look, I got I got nothing telling me that I no I have no one telling me Jonathan's not hurt. For all I know he's hurt. Now I would I would hate to be the person to is it draw aspersions? Whatever. I would hate to be the person that 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 made it look like he's lying about an injury. I won't be that guy. 
What I will tell you is I could see him not going. I could see him not wanting to go. Or maybe it was an injury that he has, but it's like, hey, I have time. I can I can yeah. get a little minimal surgery and exactly. Look, back. it's going to take six weeks for your surgery to heal. It's not as if you haven't had three months. Of course, now is the time to get your surgery. What? The only reason I don't believe it is the Galaxy told me. And we're, and I, I did learn from this today of where all the teams are, I shouldn't say all the teams, where a lot of the teams in the league are still holding Zoom conferences so media outlets can interview players and speak to the players. Galaxy have held none. Zero. So you want to see Galaxy North Korea? Yeah, I believe, I believe the captain of the Galaxy is injured. And I believe the captain of the Galaxy is injured and you guys discovered this or decided to send him for his hernia operation two days before he was supposed to hop on a plane. So, yeah, I, I, well, I, I wonder, big time believe I wonder if it has anything to do with them picking the season back up after this tournament. So there's, they're like, well, you know what? Screw it. Take the, get the surgery now. So by the time we come back and we're, you know, whatever, if it's a reduced season or whatever they're going to be doing after this tournament, like get it now because, you know, it's six weeks. We'd rather have you yeah. at the back end of the season yeah. than this little tournament. But so, you, ju- you just had 12. Like you, ju- you just had 12 weeks where the world was shut down and you had nothing but time to heal. I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. Okay. And I, maybe that's me being naive, which probably it is, but maybe it's something they discovered as they were coming back from from the quarantine. Okay. And maybe they were like, well, you know, it's not that bad. I, I, I will say, not, I, not to disagree with you, I will say, the most likely scenario that I can think of is two days before they boarded a plane to a tournament in a coronavirus hotbed, they announced the captain of the galaxy had sustained an injury whilst not allowing any members of the media to speak to him or anyone else in the organization after he came back from 12 weeks of sitting at home. That sounds more likely to me than an organization with a history of being extremely secretive on any information, especially <laughs> uh, especially unhappy or uncooperative players. It seems more likely to me, I agree, that they discovered an injury recently and will not let anybody talk to him. But was it, I mean, it, does Jonas come off to you as the guy who's an unhappy or uncooperative player? No. No, but he comes off to me as someone who is going to say, I'm not doing that. They reported 10,000 people four days ago. I ain't doing it. Because any human being comes off to me as someone who says, no, they reported damn near 10,000 people four days ago. I'm not going. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to understand, the size of the StubHub Center tests positive for the coronavirus every three days in Florida. Every three days. I Yeah, it's perfectly logical to me that a human being would say, and that's what he is. He's not a god. He's not not untouchable. He's not invincible. He's a 29-year-old young man. He's a 30-year-old young man. How old he is? I think he's 28, 29. He's he's human with grandparents and great-grandparents and aunts and uncles and people that I'm sure he would like to visit. So I don't think he's, he's uncooperative. I don't think he's unhappy. I think he is someone who's saying, I ain't fucking going. I'm not fucking going. But why? So why the 
in your in your we'll go mm-hmm. with your your conspiracy theory here. Um, why just not? A guess. Just why a not guess. just be like, hey, you know what? He decided not to go. I, why? Why do they do any of the things they do? I, I, Ed, we've been trying to figure out the answer to how they operate and how they think for years. So why the specific like, oh, he has sports sports hernia and he's gonna go get why surgery? Why was Gio and, injured? But with Gio, it could be like, oh, he's having like knee knee issues. Like, yeah, he did for a year and a half. But it wasn't like, hey, he has knee issues. He's gonna go get uh, invasive surgery and he'll be out for six. He'll months, be out for, for the weeks. entire length of the time he would have had to have been in Florida. Like my only issue is you you could have did it you could have did it even six weeks ago. There are a lot of places in the country, and I'll get there are a lot of places in the country that were saying, "Hey, we're not doing." Um, my my son needs one. My son needs a, a surgery at the moment. We're not doing elective surgeries right now. In Los Angeles, could have flew. You clearly don't have a problem putting him on a plane to Florida. You could have got elective surgery in Florida six weeks ago, seven weeks ago, eight weeks ago. I'm not saying he's not hurt. I'm saying there is a trail of breadcrumbs from the galaxy that tend to lead to the same place. Mm-hmm. And that's with people unwilling to to be open sharing information. I might be wrong. I don't know. You're probably right. Here's the, the thing. I'm, I'm just, I'm just right. playing devil's advocate. No, I mean, yeah, you're you're, right. I might be wrong. That's okay. I, I have no problem being wrong. I'm perfectly on board with being incorrect if I am. Because I just don't, I don't get that vibe from Jonah. This is the thing. It's not, it's not Jonah. It's not Jonathan. It's the history. That leads you here. It's not. It's not. Jonathan's got an injury. It's Geo's got an injury. It's. It's Yella's stepped away. He's gonna be back in a week. Why? Uh, he's got, got a niggling injury. It's like okay. It's not that his whole personal life is fucking burning to the ground, and you don't want to say that. Just say like, hey, he's got to go handle personal business. Done. But you have such a history of making it fucking impossible to pull. Mostly meaningless information from you. That yeah, if like, there's, for some reason they have to like it, they can't just like talk about injuries or nothing anything. Is normal. <laughs> yeah, nothing That's why I'm, normal. you're like I don't understand. It's, so I, following your conspiracy theory, it's like it's a conspiracy theory. You guys won't talk about an injured player as if no one's paying attention. Or we have to, the, the information we get is from people like us, podcasters, or like people that are not in your organization. If you don't hunt down. The work most of the time, you ain't gonna get it. You ain't gonna get it. Yeah. And there is a mixture of an assumption that people either don't care about it, or, in my opinion, a view that they don't—they feel like they don't owe you that info. That's okay. That's your business. That's how they choose to run. This is the thing. This is this is the live aloha state stage of my life that I'm at. If that's how you choose to operate. Cool. Do you do? But do the thing that makes you happy. If that's how you got. If that's if that's how you view yourselves being more successful and thriving, then do that. Just don't come to me, and I imagine I'll get a text message tomorrow morning. Just don't come to me and say, oh, why don't you believe us about this? Oh, here's a fucking list of the reasons I don't believe you. You want to answer any of those? No? Well, there we go. There you go. This is just the last thing on the list. I hope I hope we don't need to add anything else to the list. I imagine in about a year or so we will need to. This is the way it is. Choose to run your choose to run your operation different. And I'll I'll stop questioning whether you're lying about players. Today, I assume honestly, I assume Jonathan's not getting a surgery. Could be wrong. He might post on Instagram soon, but the the he might post well not not that, but he might he might post his surgery on Instagram, putting in work. I, I feel like the dude would like post himself on like TikTok, like in a hospital gown. You gotta get on. You gotta get on his TikTok. His his TikTok will bring happiness to your life. Um, but he he may end up getting surgery, and it may it might end up being a sports hernia. I I hope he he heals up well, and I hope he comes back boom better than ever. Mm-hmm. 
But the position they have put me in forces me to question the the validity and the truth of it. That's it. All right. Don't get mad at me. I'm I'm I don't hey. I'm, I'm, playing, po- I'm, I'm the podcast man. That's it. Your podcast I man. Just, I just sit here and talk. I'm just having a conversation. All right. Um, last thing we want to talk about before we get out of here. Uh, the Galaxy did have a, uh, like a Zoom call. Uh, they were, you know, called, it was uh, Kobe, Kobe Jones, um, Sean Franklin, Scott Thompson, and then Alan Hopkins, Alan Hopkins who was the host. Um, they had Fuck a, that dude, by the way. Sorry. Fuck Alan Hopkins, man. That dude wrote, I don't even remember this, like 2008, 2009, Chivas USA fans came to Lot 6 to fight us, and Alan Hopkins wrote a fucking report that we started shit with them, and I have not liked that dude since. Tucker holding a grudge, man. I'm telling you, I posted that shit, I posted it in their YouTube chat, and he didn't read my fucking question, and I know that those two things are connected. I'm just saying. Even though Alan Hopkins, like, wore a Riot Squad shirt under his- He used to be down. Yeah. He used to be down. I don't know. I, I was surprised to see him on the thing today. I didn't know he- are there no black people who work for the galaxy? Why, why the fuck they call Alan Hopkins? Why? Because I think he hosts. Does he still like work he, for them? Does I have worked for the galaxy. Yeah. I haven't seen. Did he ever work for the galaxy? Well, he was like a beat reporter yeah. for MLS. I thought. I haven't seen. I haven't seen Alan Hopkins' face in probably six. When I heard years. that name, I was like, "Well, okay." Holy shit! Yeah. Well, there's a there's a, a LAFC fan on Twitter named Alan Hopkins, and originally oh, yeah. when he first tweeted me, I was like, "Are you that dude?" Because I want to lay into you for for you know writing a shitty report ten years ago. And uh, apparently he's not, so I just lay into him for being an LAFC fan. But, uh, yeah, fuck Alan Hopkins. So they did a... a <laughs> Put a button on that. Like a conference call on like social equality and how, how the Galaxy... It's called racial equality. Racial yeah. equality, sorry. Um, Better apologize. <laughs> yeah. Wow, Jesus. Again, Ed has, Ed has been removed as co-host That's for Squadcast. At, at DT Radio Ben, <laughs> if you want to get in contact with me. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, I was I was doing my homework at the time, so I was like listening while this was going on. Um, did you guys were, were you guys able to catch it? I watched I watched the first half. Yeah, I watched we, the part with we, Scott Thompson. We, we talk. We. Uh, I mean, I did. Did you watch the first? Did you? I was here with you. Yeah. Oh no, I watched. So it, it was going on like twenty minutes before that. Damn. Yeah, you caught like you came in on the dead end of it, but yeah, I, wa- I watched the, the first half. So I I enjoyed that they're doing stuff like this, and I think they need to do more of it. Um. And I, I enjoyed them bringing in like guys like Scott Thompson, where I'm like, I had to Google who that was. I didn't. I know you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I was fucking. I, I was the only person in the live chat. I was like, Holy yeah. shit, Scott Thompson! I didn't have to Google it either, Ed, because I was sitting next to Tucker. Yeah. I'm like, Hey, well, so all I did was say, Hey, Tuck, who's Scott Thompson? Scott- that's your, that's your personal Galaxy <laughs> exactly right there. So. Yes. Scott Thompson, one of the rare Galaxy players to wear more jersey numbers than appearances he had for the club. He. uh Sat on the bench in 2003, never never made an appearance, start or otherwise. And in 2004, he made one appearance. He wore number 17 and number three. Um, again, I know Scott Thompson. Very surprised to see Scott Thompson pop up on that on that uh, that live stream. But it was, it was great. He had great insight. It was, it was an amazing interview. Oh, yeah. No, I, that's what I enjoyed. Like, I enjoyed the people they had. Obviously, they had, you know, Kobe, who was always going to be, like, the guy to go to, you know, because it is Kobe Jones, who was, like, the American you know, legend, galaxy legend. Um, and then you had Sean Franklin who has been popping up here and here and there, like with galaxy stuff, which I very much enjoy. Um, I want to see him more in like an ambassador role or something within the organization. Like I, I Sean Franklin is a good dude. Like every time I've spoken with him, I, I've, I've really enjoyed like talking to that guy. I te- I texted him. I, I, I mean, name drop. I texted him right after that thing. and was like, why didn't Alan Hopkins ask my fucking question? <laughs> Did he reply to you? 
Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, Sean always Sean's a good Sean's a good fucking dude, man. He's like, I don't know, man. No, he was like, I, I'm not gonna blow a spot up. Never mind. <laughs> I'm not gonna blow a spot up. Just in case people saw my question, I'm not. I'm not trying to put him in that. Um, but yeah, it was. It was overall. I thought you know. I, I, I get what they're doing. I get. I get what they're doing. And it's 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 nice to see them flesh out the conversation. And that really, that's all that was that was going on. It wasn't about uh, seismic change. It wasn't about you know any you know. It wasn't about the current protests. It wasn't about any of that stuff. It was, in my in my opinion, it was trying to get your you know oh seven Beckham soccer moms to understand with friendly faces to yeah. understand. Hey man, this is what happens. This shit's fucked up sometimes. Like, oh yeah, it. I mean if you hear some of this, if you go back, I'm I'm hoping they they still have it on the on the site. But if you go back and listen to some of the stories that they were talking about, man, it's like, it's stories you hear from like people that you know. If you if you have like black friends, like this shit happens all the time. Like people have stories like this. I'm like Kobe got. I've never heard the stories where like Kobe Jones was like, yeah, I've had guns pointed at me, and like the dude next to me who's like a white dude is like screaming at the cops, like you know, joking with them, like. Instigating them, and, and Kobe's like, "Put the gun at him. Don't yeah, put it at me." That is my story in the truck with Travis Johnson. See, I heard it, and I was like, "That's the same fucking thing." White folks just yell at police officers. It's crazy. Um, but I, I enjoyed. It was a conversation about like what it is and what it's like to be, you know, a black dude in this country, and in, in the soccer world. In the soccer world, yeah. you know, like because you have to make it in that sphere, right, of the soccer related world. And I, I enjoyed hearing like they're not saying, "Hey." what can we do to change the world? It's like, well, what can we do to like help bring like some of the awareness to the organization or what can we do? Like, you get, cause you have to st- small, start small, right? And you can, you can change the world that way. I mean, you've had some time. Yeah. It's, it's fair to say you guys, not you obviously, but it's fair to say, you know, you've had time to work on, on the solution. 2020, we're all getting started again. That's okay. You know, live Aloha. We're all trying to figure it out, but yeah, it's it's well behind the curve, man. We're well behind the fucking curve, and and I think part of the part of the problem, like what, why would the galaxy even need to do this? You know what I mean? Like in in, in the way it should work, the galaxy shouldn't need to have put that on. It's it's great. I'm not I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not you know, but why do you need to do it? Like why do you? Where do you need to have that conversation? Because there aren't really vocal black voices in the organization today. Mm-hmm. That's why you got to bring back a, a defender who's been gone for what five years, six years, seven years. Jesus, might be seven years. Like, you have the voice announcer, you have Kobe's voice announcer. Yeah, legend, absolutely. Scott Thompson. Nobody but me knows that dude. And I have nothing but respect and love for Scott Thompson. Like. Your G. Oh man, I I loved his part in the yeah, he, had, one, he, he had, was he was probably the best. Yeah. By far the most interesting. Um Kobe referencing Josh Gardner and Alan Gordon, which is like Josh Gardner, fuck man. The names. But why would you need to do that? You don't have you don't have loud vocal black voices in the organization today. It's a billionaire boys club. Everybody knows it. It's a worst kept secret. I, I I you want you want actual change for loud voices in the organization a simple simple solution create a program where you take people of color ex-players that are interested in coaching specifically interested in coaching we talked about this the other week specifically interested in coaching 
Get him, get him as an assistant coach on G2. Get him something on their resume. Get him an opportunity to, to learn the game from a tactical side. And, and, not, and obviously they're tactical the entire time playing, but sitting back, hands off. Not a matter of whether you can beat your man or whether you can make that pass, but tactically setting up teams, working with coach day in, day out, going over tape, talking to players, grabbing players by the side, man management. There's your spot. And then at a minimum, if you're if you're a G2 assistant coach for a year, two years, three years, you can't get a USL2 job and work your way up? Work your way through the organization? Nah, but Pete Vianis needs to be general manager. Jovan Krovsky needs to be technical director. We find we find spots. We find spots real easy. We keep finding them. I lo- I lo- I lo- it was Ben's point. If, do you want to, I don't want to steal it from you. It's, it's, it's beautiful. No, you can steal it from me. I mean, I was just thinking that how galaxy was it that, you know, on the same day that they announced Juninho and Sarvis as new academy coaches, they have this forum and Sean Franklin's in there talking about how, you He's know. He's talking about trying to get back yeah, in the game. Yeah, how he'd like to get back in the game and coaching. You know, and. Like living local, talking I mean, about getting back in. And it's, it's, I like it, man. I, 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 and it's nothing against Juni. It's nothing against Sarvas. I love both those guys. Nothing against Cienfuegos. Nothing against Hartman. Everyone, 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 get your money. If they're if they're if 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 the check is on the table, fucking sign that bitch. Get your money. Whatever is whatever is working, I'm for it. But you held it. You had to call him. You had to call Sean Franklin, who says in the thing, he's like, I ain't working right now. Yep. He can't be an assistant coach to the G two manager. Neither two of you can name who do a Galaxy podcast, and I can't name him. And I can name fucking everybody. You know Scott Thompson. Was. I know Scott Goddamn Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> But I just, I couldn't, I'm with you. And you know what? You're right. I didn't think about it in the moment. But like. Yeah, that's a great Sean point. Franklin is, Sean Franklin is basically giving, a problem. An, giving an interview for getting back in the organization. And while they're holding a town hall about like, yeah, there's not enough black coaches in Major League Soccer. And I'm like, well, I see, I see one who got one day. I see Scott Thompson, who spends the rest of his time talking about how he needed to make moves outside of Major League Soccer and outside of the U.S. soccer system to be able to support his family. Because we weren't the end of Scott Thompson's career. He went to Portland, very successful, played for a long time. But when he left Portland, he needed to figure that shit out on his own. And then you got Sean Franklin, who's like currently unemployed. They keep bringing up the fact that he just had a baby. So they know he's got a fucking baby. Yeah. They who's, know he's got. Who's a turning kid. one in like two weeks? Yeah, they know he's got. A kid. And the guy's like, "Hey, man, I look." Bottom line, he goes, "I made some money in Major League Soccer," and Sean will tell you he made some money in Major League Soccer. There's no generational wealth on on the Franklin last name. It doesn't work that way. If you if you actually want change, and I and I'll be honest, man, I don't think they do. Genuinely, don't. I, I tell you, man, if Pavone, if Pavone's wife, Pavone's old lady said what Katai's old lady said, he would not be gone. If Hernandez's wife said what Katai's wife said, he would not be gone. The fact that Katai was a lukewarm player at best and an international and cost a lot of money is the reason, that I th- in part, where the Galaxy are like, yeah, you can go. You want actual change? You want real hard change? Here's a spot where we give, it doesn't have to be black. I would prefer it be black because there's not a lot of black voices in the Galaxy, but I would, let's say hypothetically it's black players. Sean, Mike Randolph, who currently coaches with kids, who who does academy level work with kids. You want you want actual change? Hire somebody on, cut somebody a check, cut somebody some money. 
Let, let someone get experience. I imagine we'll see Robbie Keane as a G two coach. Before well, you we talk see about that. you talk about bringing former Gox players. I mean, you had Ezra as as Siggy's you know head. Or Robin Frazier. Robin Frazier is a, was a first team coach in Major League Soccer. Kurt Anolfo gets a G two job. Robin Frazier didn't get one. I don't know. They're both ex players. I'm just saying you keep finding room, mm-hmm. but you, in some cases, you can't quite find room. I don't. I, and I, I'm I'm. I'm not sure I understand the reason why. I, let, give him the benefit of the doubt and say it's not a specific reason why. It's just one of those things that happens where the, the demographics are skewed in such a drastic way. I don't buy that. I don't buy that shit. But, again, you have a history of leading me here. So I didn't just arrive here. Where do you put the blame, Tucker, for that? Whose feet does that Everything falls. Everything on? falls at the, uh, at, at the head of the table. You, you're a man. You're, you're a man and a father, and you, you run your house. You understand outside of things that your wife is is made a decision for, which is somehow still your fault. Shit falls at your, your feet, man. My kids fuck up. That's on me. That's the way it works. It, it, client, it's, it's at least the, the plan or the idea that I have, client could implement tomorrow. He could. He may, I, I don't know whether he wants to or whether he thinks it's a good idea. He might, And look, him disagreeing and thinking it's a bad idea doesn't make him racist. Doesn't mean that he doesn't want to help people of color. He thinks my idea is bad. Okay. I'm cool with that, but let's do something that's actually tangible. Let's do something that what was it? Uh, 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 I think it was Scott Thompson, where he's like, "Let's not let's not fake it. Let's not fake the funk." Like, there's not a lot of. He, he, I took it a little personal. He's like, "There's not a lot of diehard black Galaxy and soccer fans. Let's not pretend like there are, but let's make moves to develop them. Let's make moves to get them." And I heard it. I'm like, I'm not going to type anything else. I'm in enough trouble. I'm not trying to get kicked out of here. But I wanted to type in a thing like, we don't advertise to black people fucking at all. We don't even try to. We've moved on. Well, I think they kind of proved that point, too, when they were they had their extra like videos that uh, they were made with, like, the Black RFC. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they they made videos of, like, um, the kid who's a skateboarder and is like, have you ever been to a gas game? And so they, they literally asked, like, all these people that they, they put on, like, the... the um, there's the 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 woman who's the rapper, and they're like, "Have you ever been to a Galaxy game?" No. I'm like, okay, well then they would take him to the Galaxy game, or like the kid was a skateboarder. You ever been to a Galaxy game? No. Yeah. It was like you want you want to say why, or why aren't why aren't there more black fans or why aren't you're not? If I didn't get brought, if I didn't get forced to come to a game, I think on a bet I lost. I think that's why I had to go to a Galaxy game. If I didn't get fucking dragged to a Galaxy game. Who's your most notable Black Galaxy fan? I, I default to Jonathan Sykes. I can't lie. I haven't been. I haven't I've spent a whole lot of time on ACB in, in in a few years. But back in in the way back, it was it would have been Jonathan Sykes. It'd be Rob the Bruce, a dude you probably the the average lay fan probably doesn't know. You've probably seen a few times if you if you frequent around the the Riot Squad section. You've probably seen a couple times. But that's it. We're not we we don't appear interested as an organization. I think my idea works. My idea is going to cost you some money, so that may not happen. I get it. But it's it's more than lip service. It's more than jaw jacking. It's yeah. more than hey, we need to, you know, quote quote, we need to figure out how we're gonna, how how we're gonna we're gonna you know, help ex black black players and how we're gonna how, nah. Talk talk is fine, man. But it's whoop de woo. Let's move. You want to do something? There you go. Make Sean Franklin an assistant somewhere. Get him in an academy somewhere. He doesn't know fundamentals. He's played nothing but U.S. soccer his entire career. His entire career. 
He played Major League Soccer his entire career. He played U.S. college soccer. Like, he is he is as American as they come. If you actually want to do something. If you don't, it's cool. We just need to stop talking about it. Mm. But the players in the thing, they're like, they, they talk about it. They go, what, and, and what it's like growing up as a, as a black player playing, playing soccer in America. And, they're, you know, Kobe's like, hey, I have racist coaches. It's, it's impossible to not have race. He goes, I, he goes, I had racist coaches all the way up and down my career. He goes, you can't have 164 caps with a, with a men's national team and never hear an N-bomb. That's, that's by players you, you know, presumably you all idolize, you all love. Like Kobe's been around a game for a while, playing with legends for the U.S. men's national team, playing with legends. And, you know, I, I, I hope he never had a, a racist coach here. I hope he didn't. You know, they talk about uh, the positioning of black players. Sean Franklin was like, I didn't know this about him. Sean Franklin was like, I started out as a forward. That explains that goal, that certified yeah. banger. He's like, I started out as a forward. He goes, and he, you know, you start out as a forward, and then they move you to midfield, and then you start getting tall, and you start putting some muscle in, they move you to center back, and they move you out, out wide. He goes, at least once I got out wide, like, that's where they kept me. Well, I mean, isn't that like the, for a long time, like, that was the American player. Like, you're big and strong, you're, you're center back. Yeah, but, like, looking looking just at coaches for the Galaxy who coached Sean Franklin. Bruce Arena played him center back, moved him to right back. Brandon McDonald told Bruce Arena over and over and over again, I'm a defensive midfielder. He played him at center back. Mike Randall said, I'm a left winger. He played him at left back. You run. Your job is to run. Be strong and run. Fuck that. I'm not calling Bruce Arena racist. I'm just saying. Mike, you can call, you, well, you can't call, but I, yeah, I'll text him right now if you want. Mike Randolph will tell you. He wasn't a left back. He's a left winger. But then you look at that. You look at that situation and you go, Where was the biggest deficiency in Mike Randolph's game? If you if you can remember, if you recall. Uh, there is none. There's defense. <laughs> There's none. You're a hell of a drinker. Yeah. There's defense. Like defensively, he was weak. He run his ass off. He's Emma Boateng. He's a little racist, but it's like Emma Boateng. He run his fucking ass off. But defensively, he was weak. That just that wasn't his game. It makes sense. He's a left winger. He's not a, he's not a left back. You want to run overlaps, and he's fast as fuck. So you put him at left back. That doesn't make him a defender. Like Brandon McDonald had position, in his opinion, had positional awareness to play defensive midfield and center mid. Bruce looked at a body, put him at, put him at center back. I'm not saying it's racist. Sounds racist to me, but <laughs> I'm not saying it's racist. You know. If it, it, but that's that's what I'm saying. That comes down to like the system, right? Again, you're, but the system is literally what we have a problem with. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that was the system. Is like, hey, you're big, you're strong. All right, we're going to move you in the back, center back. My son is less than two years old. I can't tell you how many times people tell me he's going to play center back. And it's fucking infuriating. Every person that's ever said that to me, and if you have said that to me and you're just now realizing it, I looked you in the eye and I may have smiled. I wanted to rip your fucking head off. I do. Why the fuck should my son be a center back? I've always said goalie, man. Number 10. Why can't he be creative? Why can't he be intelligent? You can be like a seven foot three creative player. Hell yeah. Say something. Say something. What'd you go do? Built like a Gucci on Ye we're playing 10 for America. What'd you gonna do? He's gonna play for Belize. He should play for Belize. <laughs> he's gonna play for fucking at this point he's gonna play for Canada. <laughs> Halifax national team. Uh yeah, it's 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 this shit, you know, and it's and that's a thing. Like, and they talk about it during the show. Like, it is systemic. It's 
every coach you go, every organization you go to, every college you go to. That's the way it is. Or you say, fuck that. I say, fuck that. Yeah, if you, if you actually want to see some change, then you got you to gotta change the system. But it's hard to change a system when there are no black coaches. Like, when uh, run back. We got Scalotto. Anol- what? A Ziggy? Anolfo? Bruce? Uh, Kobe, technically. Uh, what's the kid's name? Okay, 50 years old. Uh, Root Hulett? Like, you're willing to go overseas before you'll, you'll just hire a black coach. And it, your priority shouldn't come into the equation saying, we got to get ourselves a black coach. But, I mean, Anolfo's hiring was need not apply. We know our dude going in. We hi- we hired Ziggy, whether we want to say it or not. And, I, look, no one has told me that we hired Ziggy. But, if you, I mean, if you were paying any fucking attention at all when Kurt Anolfo got fired, we hired another dude that was one of the boys before we even got rid of the last guy who was one of the boys. My dude was at every single G2 game. He was scouting. <laughs> look at look at how Ziggy moved in the same way DTK moved when he got here. Straight to the academy. Straight to G2 games. Because that's where you can move without really getting noticed. Yeah. If you want to. But, I mean, it's it's... Look at Bruce. Bruce was sitting in the box while Kobe was managing his game. I mean, it's not, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not, Rude Hullet was handpicked by Beckham, or you can assume it would have been another one of the boys. Or at least Beckham's dude. It was Beckham's guy, yeah, Beckham's guy. But it's what like, and before, uh, Ben will look him up. Fuller. Simon Fuller. Simon Fuller. And then before Hullet, it was Yallop. Like, you just keep going back, man, and it's, it's, it's the boys. But that's how you get Sean Franklin, Rookie of the Year, standout. And that's and that's that's you know my wife's getting sick of this phrase. That's black excellence right there. He just figured it out. But that's how you get Sean Franklin as a forward. Sean Franklin as a midfielder. Sean Franklin as a center back. Sean Franklin as a right back. It worked out for him, and I'm glad. But Mike Randolph, it didn't work out for. Brandon McDonald, it didn't work out for. There's a lot of people it doesn't fucking work out for, because a coach goes, oh, big Negro, put him in the back. And that's not what they say on camera, but they ain't always on camera. And Kobe and Scott and Sean all told me stories today about coaches when the camera's off. So I don't know why. I just know that shit keeps happening. And I'll tell you this. The next fucking person that tells me my son's going to center back, I'm decking you in the throat. I'm going to punch you straight in the throat. I ain't going to hit you in the eye. You're still going to be able to go to work, but you won't be able to breathe for a few minutes. That's it. That seems fair to me. I want, Let me take some brain cells. We'll call it good. Just a quick, you know. Need of the groin, probably. Nah, I'm a pun- I got a big-ass hand. I'm going to punch you straight in the neck. Next fucking person that tells me my son should play center back. I don't even know if my son's going to play soccer. But you know what? If he does, he'll play wherever the fuck he wants. Yeah, why can't he be like a fencing guy? He can. He can be whatever. Hey, I, you know, I, want, him to be, I want him to play chess. I want him to play chess. You know why? Because I'm tired of people telling me he's going to play football. And you, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to blow your mind. It's going to sound crazy that someone will say it. I hear that shit all the fucking time. That my son's gonna play football. Fuck you. My son's gonna be a neurosurgeon. And when and when he's and and you know what? When he's got your shit opened up, I'm gonna piss. In, I'm gonna piss inside the hole. That's what you get. And I'm gonna spike a football inside you. You fucking dick. <laughs> I really hope that girl Joe isn't like, yo, you guys should listen to this. I'm on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, listen, listen to especially the last like 50 minutes of the show. Yeah, that, that's when they get that really. Shit just good. pisses me off, man. And it's constant. Well, yeah, fucking I mean that's constant. that's that's the stuff like that where it's just like. Any anything, any you know stereotype, anything like, 
your your kid kicks a ball once. She's like, oh yeah, he's, he should be. Please should play soccer because he's Mexican and kicks a ball. Like, but it's I don't get shit. My son kicks a ball every single day, every day. I love it. Beats my heart. My son kicks a ball every single day. Let him pick it up for a second. Someone will be like, oh, he's going low basketball player. Uh, like I don't even fucking watch basketball, man. Yeah, I'll fuck with the Lakers, but yeah, that's about it. It's not. It's not really. You know, I'll watch it. It's not really my game. I can get into it. Good playoffs. Catch me in playoffs. And they're like, oh, are you hoping he'll play basketball or football? I'm like, oh, we're actually a hockey family, you fucking racist. Like, my son's going to be a two-way defender. How about that? He's going to be a solid blue line defender. Catch him in between the crease, though, man. He's going to be your next in goalie. I got man. Darn old nurse, baby. Kid's got, kid's got no five-hole. He's, he's going he's to have paws like a fucking, you know, Grant lion. Grant Fuhr. It's like Willie O'Ree. How about that? Black goalkeepers. Boston Bruins. You know, do you know Willie O'Ree? Boston. Oh, man. He must have had a good time in Boston. Oh, no. <laughs> Nobody does. Yeah. Boston is last, I believe. And I, I could be wrong. Somebody in YouTube correct me if I'm wrong about this. Boston was last in almost every major sport for integrating a black player into the leagues, into their, their team, except in hockey of all sports. Willie O'Ree was brought up for three games, sent right back down to the minors. Broke the, one of the few stories where a, a brother broke the color barrier and it didn't like completely change the game. Uh, they called him up out of necessity for three days and sent him back to the minors. A big San Diego goal, if, if you know. San Diego goals uh, represent that dude pretty often. But, yeah, it's always fucking basketball, man. It's always fucking football, and it's regular. What if he's like an amazing bowler? You know, like, you don't don't put him in a box. Yeah, why not? Why, why does he have to play sports? Maybe My eldest son doesn't like sports at all. Maybe he doesn't like sports at all. Yeah, I mean. My dad doesn't like sports. My, my brother, my dad blocked all the sports channels on his cable, so he didn't even have to, to like, click past them when he was looking for shit to watch. My dad despises sports. He's bigger than me. How many times do you think my dad got like, oh, did you play football in high school? Or how many times he saw you or your brother and be like, oh, they're going to play football? Yeah, well, he wasn't, really, he wasn't really around us during oh, that well, time. <laughs> Not much of an oh, issue. Sorry. <laughs> this, is just, only, this is only a problem because I see Damien every day. Well, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to to re- rehash them. Right back, some... right back into it, Ed. I, I, right I, re- into it. I didn't want to reopen some wounds, man. I'm sorry, dude. R- rip that. Nah, me and my dad are fine. We're good. We're good now, man. That's. I'm, I'm only worried about today's. I'm not. I'm not. You, you can't. If if it's possible, you can't focus too much on on the. You can't change yesterday, fashion. man. Nah, it's just gone, man. I, my job is to be here for Damien. I, I can't worry. About, I can't. This is this is where it goes. I can't worry about. Well, you got to worry about his football career. I can't, so. nah, fuck you. Oh, Ed. <laughs> I can't. Wor- I can't worry about Vernon's fuck ups. That's not Vernon's fuck ups. Ain't my business no more. You know, people in your past that that hurt you. I'm not saying. I'm not saying it shouldn't affect you and all that. But the people in your past that that hurt you or did you wrong. There's only so much time you can give them. Yeah, and you gotta you gotta use that shit and just grow, man. You can't you can't let it drag you down. At some at some point, yeah, that's it. At some point, they just slow you down. At some point, they're just they're just keeping you from being you, and and. What I am, I am fucking Damian James Tucker's father, and F- future father to a Hall of Famer. F- future, yeah, uh, God, I hope so. I don't even care the sport, whatever makes him happy. Whatever future father into. to a uh, Nobel Peace Prize winner. My lord, that make my grandfather so happy. <laughs> my grandfather would be fucking, he'd be over the moon, way more than any any sports career. He didn't care about that. <sighs> It's cathartic, man. It's another good, you know, another good show, man. Yeah, I feel like we had a rough patch for a while, but at the end, at the end of the day, um, well, all those episodes that Ben was all messing up on, you know, pro hacky sack player. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
Uh, I, we appreciate whoever called in and left a voicemail. Is it? Is it? Is how long is it? Well, it's not long. We can listen. Play, to it. play. Real yeah, quick. play. We'll get. We'll get out on the on the on the voicemail. All right, give me one second. Pro frisbee golf player. Ultimate frisbee. I'm down with that. Down here, with we go, that. here we go. All right, my bad. Wishing Ben a happy Tanner today. Oh, I want to open go. this by wishing Ben a happy Tanner today. He may have only it, the whole thing's kind of messed up with the Google you. Voice. I know I've been yeah. catching a lot of strays when you guys throw Canada under the bus because of Ben, but he's still one of us. And you can come home anytime, and like now might be that moment, man. You I can hear him at all. Stop, stop both. And the Rona's coming. Please, please, please pause like that. Under 300 cases for the entire country. So I'll just put it out there. That's we still have the free health care. We'll take okay. you back. We'll take you back. Uh, just wanted a quick call about actually the, the tournament. And I'm curious as to what you guys think. Does it actually play the final? I mean, we've all seen what the case, cases look like in Florida. That place is a disaster. Once again, never elected dude named Ron. I feel like we don't need to say this, but again, Florida. But does it happen? And if it does, like over under, how many dudes end up in hospital? Like how many guys in the training staff, uh, coaching staff, just the support staff, right? Because this bubble's bullshit. The bubble is there for the players. The players stay there. They can't leave. They can't go anywhere. I mean, maybe maybe they get to go to Epcot. Uh, but everyone who cleans their rooms, cooks their food, drives in places, goes home at night. So the bubble is bullshit. So what, what do we think the over-under is? Do they play it? And how many people get injured? Anyways, boys, have a good one. Cheese up. Did we get a name on that, Ben? I didn't see a name. I didn't hear a name, rather. No, and I didn't well, read one. Well, it has to be Canadian because they're... Yeah, I called from from. Is it um? Your home in native land. Yes. It's from Toronto. Oh, fucking war room. I'm, Hockey. I'm trying to remember. I'm so sorry. My brain is fried from school and stuff. So I'm like trying to remember names. And I'm he's gonna he's gonna talk shit to me because I know who it is and I just can't remember his name. Who are you talking about? Uh, the caller. Oh, he told you he was gonna call. No, no, no. I know who it is. Oh. Uh, Dan. Toronto Dan. Yeah. 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 The Dan that's not the Guangguan. Yes, that's, that's Toronto Dan. Other Dan. That's how it's in my sorry, head. Dan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. My, I'm I'm sorry. Anyways, over under. I mean, yeah, exactly. What he said. The the bubble's bullshit. Exactly what he said. The workers. The all the people who are cleaning the room. All Everyone the people who are cooking the food. Home. Huh? Everyone else is going home. Yeah. Everyone who's helping them is going home. Yeah. Uh, the the over under on how many? What was it? Whether well, whether one whether the final gets played, and also. One, whether the final gets played, and also how many people, I guess, get sick, end up in the hospital. Right? Yeah. What do you think? Uh, the final's getting played. Um, my, I think, I've, what would be over-under of the cases that come out that are, that are positive? Okay, well, you're at 10 now. Yeah. <laughs> and most of the people haven't shown up yet. Yeah. Uh, and you could go, you could sit in a bar, well, today, I guess it's ending tonight. You could sit in a bar earlier today. The the galaxy Here. players oh yeah because they're all going into no they should have been they should have been in quarantine <laughs> they should have been in quarantine for for what two weeks on Friday right were um, they they no I mean I I don't believe so not that anything I've seen shows them in quarantine I bet you go on like the players Instagrams and they're all out doing right <laughs> like, oh, yeah. shit um, well Zubac oh. likes to he he don't care about that the COVID so right. Jesus is protecting him so. yeah hey man hey man Kai Karuni XO see how that goes. Uh, Zubak was golfing today with his missus. That's 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 one down. Anyway, I'm not going Instagram by Instagram. 
Um, <laughs> no, let's see. We got another hour, right? To, to well, Ben looks like he's getting ready to pass out. Um, I mean, to the question. Well, that's just the diabetes, man. You know, he's, he gets the blood sugar up. I mean, do either of you? What do you think? What do you think, Ben? This is your moment, dude. Over under people actually testing positive. It's gonna be high, man. You're. I, think about it. 15? You have twenty teams, thirty players per team. Yeah, six hundred players. Not counting staff. Not, not counting yeah. staff. I mean, what another? Damn. So, so how many total? Eight hundred total people there. Say, maybe. I think it's like at least six six hundred forty players, something like that. Like, well, he's counting the the staffing. As I well. know, but I'm just just players alone. It's like six hundred forty yeah. players. So you're looking like, like okay. So so let's just roughly say a thousand people. Thousand people from MLS. You're gonna have because plus all the the camera operators, all all the behind the scene people of the stadiums, all that stuff. Man, it's so you're gonna have like three hundred people test positive out of this. Now, now the question is, what happens after that? You know, I mean, where do it would have? How many people are gonna test positive? Say if, say if only two hundred and eighty of them test positive while they're there, they're quarantined while they're there, they get over it completely in Florida. But you have that other twenty. That are going to bring it home to somebody else who's going to give it to somebody else who's going to give it to somebody else all over the country. The answer to the question, the question by itself is why they shouldn't be going. If you have to ask whether we're even going to play a final in six weeks, what, the fuck, what is the fucking point of going? Like, if the question is, and we're going to end on a downer, which sucks. If the question is, how many people are going to get hospitalized for non-sports injuries? Because, look, you can get, these guys can get hospitalized every week playing Major League Soccer, full stadiums. The world isn't burned down. You can get a bad tackle and end up in a hospital. We're saying, how many people are we willing to accept are going to need to be hospitalized before the fucking thing starts? Maybe maybe Jonah got the got the COVID. He got the Rona. Maybe that's why they're, gonna, they're just coming it up. That's your that's your conspiracy theory. Mine isn't a conspiracy theory. Mine is following breadcrumbs. But it's not a conspiracy theory. I don't know. I don't. I, you know. Look, I'm just saying. Because first off, on this hey, show, hey, conspiracy if, theories I, 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 are I, I, your yeah, thing. If Alex Jones is telling you you're a conspiracy theory, but you know, I mean, they're actors. T- come on, God, man. Don't start. Don't start this. If if don't they're, start they're, this. They're don't, 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 okay, don't, see what like, I mean? <laughs> this is what I was talking to you about. Uh, if if we have to ask, you saw the one lady at uh, three different sites, man. I mean, come on. I saw her next the next week. <laughs> if if the question the question we're being forced to answer going in is how many how many people are are we accepting going in to a hospital on account of this? Like it shouldn't fucking happen, man. It's it's gross. Um, hopefully it's none. Hopefully it's zero. They're all yeah, in really great shape. Yeah, they're all in they're all in in great shape in the prime of their life for the for the majority of them. Hopefully it's none. It'll probably be some, and you know, it's fucking disgusting. It's all fucking disgusting. You know, guess been brought up that like, what if a guy like Bruce gets it? I mean, dude's old. Who cares? You Nobody know? cares. Nobody cares, man. Chicha. It's all that matters. No, it's all about that TV money. It's dude. All that matters, man. Yeah. It's all about the TV money. I'm. I, it's fu- It's 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 wrong man and it's one of those like it's clearly fucking wrong and there's got there has to be something in any person listening to this that's like yeah it's wrong and again be cool if if you think it's wrong and you're and you're gassed up for it anyway you think it's wrong and you're excited for it anyway i'm not telling you not to believe that man 
I, I'm just asking, I'm asking you to take a second to think about whether you think it's wrong. That's it. I took a second to think about whether I thought it was wrong and I think it's wrong. But that's on you. That's, that's, that's on all y'all. I don't think it should happen at all. And I, I can't answer the question because the, the, the very nature of the question reinforces that it shouldn't be fucking happening at all. No, I, th- I think we, I think we agree on that, man. I, it's just, and you see the, the spike in the cases before a ball's even, even kicked, man. And even touched. It's just, it don't need to happen. It doesn't need to happen. There's, there's, the only reason it's happening is, is to fill the pockets of, of MLS executives and, and whatever. That's They have to live with that. And I guess the players who contract this virus because they're told, hey, you have to go play this. There's a conversation. There's a real conversation going on amongst Premier League fans and championship club fans right now. For people who, you know, you care about the Galaxy a little bit, but really your focus is, 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 is Europe. There's a real conversation going on right now about how, I think it was 10 games? When the season stopped, 10 games of not playing on television, 10 games of not receiving advertising dollars is making clubs go bankrupt. There is a serious issue with the sustainability of soccer. If missing 10 games at the end of your season is going to fucking tank your club. You need to be asking questions about the people spending money at your organization. If 10 games is going to fucking tank your entire your entire setup. Major League Soccer losing out on a season of revenue, I can understand. I can understand that. I can understand him saying, "Hey, we, you know, we got to relook at this." But you missed ten games. FC Kaiserslautern is gone over ten games. I don't know, man. This thing should be forcing much larger questions than I think are being discussed. I, I think a lot of it's getting hidden under, you know. George Floyd protests and the Black Lives Matter protests and all this other, but like this should if you're if you're looking at it specifically through the prism of a soccer fan, this should be forcing you to ask drastically larger questions about what's going on. That it's it's it's, and not just the galaxy, but the soccer fan as a whole. That it's all it's all so delicately poised that missing out on advertisement revenue for a year destroys the whole system. In, in in England and Europe, missing out on 10 games of advertising res- revenue destroys the whole system. Like, it's unhealthy. It's 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 not sustainable. It's the beauty of the MLS market. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what we've... I mean, the, the spending, you know, in Europe has been going crazy for, for a decade now. I mean, it's just... It keeps getting worse and worse. It's, it's the millions and millions of dollars, billions of dollars that it spend... Every window. Yeah. Every window like it's nothing. Yeah. From teams who aren't making anywhere near it. So I mean that's 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 that. We shouldn't talk. On that note, um <laughs> play the upbeat music. Sorry, and we Sorry everyone. <laughs> Sorry everybody. Uh before we head out anything else before we get out of here, guys? Uh no, I want uh, you know, um big big ups to Andrew Melbourne just signed up for uh for our Patreon while we were recording and he's asked his top tier. Top tier and uh, man. That's because he's sexy. A good Andrew. That's, that's how you maintain it. A man is a she's she's a lucky woman. Uh, if you would like to to join our Patreon as well, it's uh, uh, what is it? Patreon.com/slash Riot Squadcast. Yes, sir. I'm currently working on my uh, Galaxy UEFA 11. I'm going to start doing more scripted breakdowns on our Patreon. So, um, and I have my my whole setup at home. We're going to start that this week. So, uh, keep an eye out for that. We're doing UEFA 11, Concacaf 11, uh, South America 11. Uh, basically, I'm just going to start trying to bring this data into a more fun way for you. 
And if you want to follow us on social medias or anything, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Go to all those sites. Just search Riot Squadcast. Make sure you're liking us. Make sure you're sharing our posts, especially when we post the uh, the episodes up. We really appreciate that stuff. Uh, if you're watching us live here on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Riot Squadcast. We're here every week uh, on uh, on YouTube live. If you want to get on the conversation, we have uh, the, the, the chat's lit, as the kids say. Wow. It's fire. As the kids would say, right? That's what I'm saying. Uh, I can't. I can't it's sign drip. up. I can't sign up for anything. I, I genuinely. Drip. I genuinely don't know what that. Our means. chat's got drip. I yes. You know, but Brian Jordan watching us on Facebook. Brian Jordan watching us on Facebook. Brian right? Jordan. Brian Jordan recorded a video for Barcelona this week. Big shout out to to Brian Jordan and also to uh, Ralph Felcher. So if you if you want to go check out Barcelona Twitter, it's L A R S C E L O N A Barcelona. Go check us out. Benjamin, where can they find you on social medias? You can find me at DT Radio Ben or Old Man Ben Three. Have you ever have you already given up on that? By which the way? one? Which one do kind you of. use less? Old Man Ben Three. Really? Okay. Tucker, where can they find you on the socials, man? Uh, at zero cool one thirty eight on uh, Twitter and Instagram. That's pretty much it at this point. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram at Ed the Zombie Thirteen. Um, email us show at riotsquadcast.com. Send us a voicemail like you heard today. 562-641-5277. We'd love to hear from you guys. We'll see you guys next week. We love you. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Bye. Bye. Fuck you, Brian. Suck a dick, bitch.